what's going on everybody welcome back to the pc podcast i hope you're doing well i hope you are enjoying the tears of rich people as they lose billions of dollars on gamestop today yesterday i guess um yeah what an incredible time that we can just band together and make the richest people go on cnbc and use curse words that that is just that just brings so much joy to my heart also, if, uh, if you're not on the train yet, go ahead and buy you some Dogecoin, D-O-G-E. It is a cryptocurrency based on absolutely nothing besides the power of hype and memes. Um, I invested in it like a year ago just because I was like, dude, this has got this has gotta blow up sometime eventually, Dogecoin. Um, it's been around for like 10 years. Not many other cryptocurrencies last that long. Really don't understand why this one is lasting this long, but you know what? Why not? I mean, what do you have to lose? It's like it's like less than five cents a share. But I bought it when it was like less than a cent a share, so I've got quite a bit right now. It's working out for me. Um, <clears throat> or don't buy Dogecoin. Be a smart person. Work for your money like a regular person. Because uh, um, yeah, money's money's weird. I don't I don't understand how it works. But anyways. Today, we have got Sam on the podcast. Sam is a very interesting guy. We actually met at a uh, 4th of July party last year, very irresponsibly, during a pandemic. Um, but it turns out that uh, I, I met him and talked to him, and I thought something was very familiar about him, and I couldn't figure it out. But then it turns out that, like, five years ago we we used to work at the same jimmy johns together so there's a little kind of a reunion there uh we get into a lot of good discussions i think we have very similar views on things and um it's very insightful um but yeah without further ado here's sam Oh, I need to open my beer. Shit. Yeah, there you go. Here, let's cheers. Oh, cheers. Wait, is these it a... twist off? I thought they were. Uh, if not, I got the medicine. Uh, you mean Ichiban. You can't be Ichiban without. There you go, sir. If you're a twist off, you know what I mean? Is there a, uh, is there a Japanese uh, toast that... that, that, that or, or, yeah, just yeah. kumpai. Oh, kum- kumpai? Kumpai. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Cheers. Yeah, this stuff is dope. Oh, yeah. Uh, I have, um, or, well, uh, hung out with a, uh, uh, let's say an, a, a disproportionate number of Egyptian people, um, at some point nice. in my life, and yeah. they told me straight up, do not drink Egyptian beer, it sucks, mm-hmm. um, and apparently that's just the thing about, like, African people do not like the beer from their own country, um, Really? Yeah. I um, wonder why. Uh. Agriculture? Uh, maybe just yeah i i i don't know i don't have an answer for you that think one. They drink, do they drink other things though uh, I, I mean yeah, water obviously well, uh, but I mean, like other alcohol <laughs> or, or, or maybe yeah. not water uh I, maybe that's part of it like i oh, know like it, in, in continental europe like water wasn't a thing until yeah pretty recently but, yeah. that makes sense japan has pretty good water but is this I made in japan so. i feel like this is probably question. like made in california right 
uh, I see uh, under strict supervision by Anheuser Busch uh, <laughs> in Los Angeles, California, and Williamsburg, Virginia. So I'm guessing this oh, is from yeah. Williamsburg. It's also expired. Oh, it's uh, December fifth, twenty twenty. It makes it extra good. Um, aged, extra fun. fermented. There we go. The fine, yeah. fine aged. It's wet aged. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'd like to try a dry-aged beer sometime, if that's a thing. I don't think you could do that. <laughs> I, I no, think. no, necessarily. Yeah, that sounds... <laughs> and if you could, you probably shouldn't. Uh, right. <laughs> probably has been tried at some point in history, and uh, maybe yeah, there's a couple a reason people died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I haven't had beer in, like, months, actually. Um, I've cut down a bunch. Are you much of, are you much of a beer drinker, like, to begin with? Uh, a little bit. I typically drink bourbon on the podcast. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that, 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 that I do remember. Uh, I drink a lot of beer. I've been drinking the hell out of uh, Moscow Mules lately. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. So, Fuck yeah. That's I mean, what? Ginger beer and vodka and lime? Is yeah. Is there something else? Uh, you can put mint in it. Um, yeah. Sort of like mash of like you do with a mint julep. Yeah, yeah. Um, I vary on that one. Like, right. I have a little jar of crushed mint at home but really? like not really like it I means freeze-dried so yeah. huh. it's weird having little flecks of it floating around yeah the drink. not really ideal i feel you i i got that town branch back there the last time i had a pot or two times ago uh-huh and it just it just wasn't good hmm. i was really upset it's the first bourbon i've come across i didn't like really yeah huh uh what like what was off like off-putting about it it just the the end taste like the aftertaste remind me of like a gym bag okay yeah okay and that was it like initially like when drinking it it was totally fine smooth but then like upon swallowing and then taking that first breath i'm just like it smells like socks like what's <laughs> going on <laughs> what is this i i don't know maybe that's like a desired flavor to some people like uh, i made a uh i made a salad with a uh, chevret on it yesterday which yeah. is like goat, goat's cheese and right, like it right. had a really like um you, you know with like bloomy cheeses it has that, yeah. uh, that, that, that that moldy taste afterward yeah and like yeah. yeah it had that little moldy aftertaste which you know i, I put some acidic things in there to, right. to kind of balance out but yeah uh i just come to the like conclusion that some people that's just like a desired flavor to yeah some people. it's gotta be and it's because because it's so distinct for me and i was just like this can't be good right like this can't but i mean it's a apparently it's popular i don't know it's a lexington it was made in Lexington. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Like, uh, Alltech makes town, town Branch, right? Really? Yeah, I don't, I don't think, know. I have I, no idea. I think so. I might be wrong on that yeah. one. But, uh, and, like, that's the thing. Is like, I'm still pretty new to bourbon, I would say. It's like, uh -huh. I, I like it, and I drink it straight, no ice or anything. Yeah. And I, I fuck with, like, a lot of stuff. But I don't know if my... Maybe it's just, like, a in a depth palate. Just maybe I, I don't know how to taste this flavor yet. Yeah, yeah, man up and do it yeah, for a little while. Right. Just, just fuck it, yeah. Just go <laughs> for the sweaty sock taste or something. I was like, but, no, I, I'm i just going to say that. I'm just going to stay an amateur and just be like, I didn't like that one. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's better to have... Because that's my thing with a lot of things I eat and drink is I just neutrally like everything. Yeah. There's a lot of things I like in particular, but I'm very... I like things, but... I'm not very opinionated on food besides, you know, please eat more than just chicken nuggets and french fries. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, sometimes I, I don't have anything food-wise that I'm like, ew, no. And sometimes I think it's good for some reason just to have just that, like, I just know I don't like this. Actually, I have one yeah. thing, and it's A1 steak sauce. Okay. And I just, I can't do it. Like, I just hmm. absolutely cannot. That is, like, the grossest shit in the world. And I do, every time I get the chance to try it, I do. Every time, 
if there's a one steak sauce at some place I eat at, it's like, all right, here we go again. Put a dab on I'm something. Like, still bad. Huh. <laughs> I've done that like eight or nine times. So it's something I don't like. I I don't eat a one, but yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess mine would be, I, and I'm like you, like I I don't. There's not a like food item I particularly really am like no 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 except water chestnuts sort of like oh i, I, I see i'm not a huge fan of the yeah. texture like yeah that texture is strange it's weird it's um, like it's like a it's like zipping up a zipper Ooh, i like that in your mouth a little bit <laughs> it, it's it's like uh almost like somebody cooked a piece of chalk and somehow like kept it all together yeah. still like yeah. uh like it, it, or, I don't know, like, like, like they, they blanched it and then like fried it, like right, it, right, <laughs> braised it or something. It, it, yeah, there's so, there's there's a liquid and then like a hardening preparation that right. goes on here. Uh, yeah, just water chestnuts, and I'm not a huge fan. And this one makes me uh, th- 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 this can lead to a little social awkwardness sometimes, especially in the South. Iced yeah. tea, um, I'm oh, not really? a huge fan of. So like sometimes it's just like. You, I, I guess I just got to drink water. Half the like. reason why people like iced tea is because they put, like, a gallon of sugar in it. Oh, yeah, and I <laughs> like, hate sweet, sweet, yeah, sweet so drinks. Yeah, I'm like, all right, no thanks. Sometimes when you get some, like, really sweet tea and it hits right, you're like, nice. But then, like, ten minutes later, you're like, I'm going to throw up. This oh, yeah. so much. When I can do, like, like if you put, like, fruit flavor in it, I can do it. Like, yeah. you know, peach flavor, or like, yeah, it's, uh, an Arnold Palmer. I'll tear up Arnold Palmer's all, uh, yeah. Arnold Palmer's all day. That's a bit of a tongue twister. Uh <laughs> Twisted teas. <laughs> Twisted teas. Oh, there's got to be somebody like loving themselves, like um, oh, dude, that like bought into Twisted Tea the day before that commercial. That, that's came one of those out things. It's just like, how, how are you ever gonna like? You could never predict that. Oh you yeah, could yeah, yeah. Never predict that. Just but such a windfall. You like... know for a fact that Twisted Tea just skyrocketed. Oh after yeah, that. like like I, I guarantee, like every Kroger in like the tri-state area was yeah. like completely out of Twisted Tea uh, like the day after that. That's happened. just so amazing. Yep. You know, like, I mean, yeah, we were t- talking about like trading and stuff before this. It's like you could never predict that. That is so. That is that that is like a kind of a pure way to make money. Yes. It was just luck, pretty much. Like, there's you can't really be like, oh, evil this insider trading that. You're just like, nah, someone just got knocked the fuck out with some tea. And... Happened to be a yellow and blue yeah. can, real visible on camera. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just like. It was epic, man. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 setup couldn't have gone down any better. That like the smack was nice yeah. and loud, and then you had that that chime go off. Like right. he, yeah, like ding dong, just got knocked the fuck out. And then like, he he was like <laughs> throwing n bombs and everything, wasn't oh, he? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That, he, oh, he, being... he deserved that one. Right. It was like a. <laughs> justice is served you know it's bad when you've got like the person recording sounds like a karen and like she's the one like yeah yeah you got yours buddy (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) it's a typical white karen fight serves you right buddy (laughs) you know you're bad you're you got it bad when she's not on your side oh you know you know karen's are totally willing to take the sideline right now for someone else taking the heat oh yeah 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 (laughs) i got my internet gold right here like yeah (laughs) we'll take take the pressure off please just like somebody else do something racist so parents can <laughs> breathe for a second <laughs> that's horrible it's such a weird phenomenon too that it's just like why Car- like karen and kyle and chad, <laughs> chad are like names that you're just like oh my god like never again no one in our generations naming any of our children those three those three 
Uh, you don't know any Stellas anymore for the same reason. Like I think really? that was the that was the pre Karen Karen was Stella. Oh. Yeah, uh, I think that's why you don't know yeah. any Stellas anymore. Like because oh, it just got man. associated be like that's a bitch. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> like that that that's a gangster uh, a gangster dating like Jersey bitch right yeah, there. Yeah. Stella. Yeah. Stella. <laughs> that's interesting. It'd be so interesting to deep dive into like what other names have been through the ringer like that. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. I, you know, I mean like I'm sure in like you know uh, like the 16th century like like the, there had to be a, a like fuck Henry like yeah. <laughs> that fuck guy's on the, every group has right. a Henry and he's yeah. a douchebag. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh man. Yeah it's like because because I we get caught up in thinking it's like oh this Karen thing is just a new phenomenon. It's like <laughs> no they've been bitches since the beginning of time. Yep. <laughs> right like there's got a there's just this un- unique phenomenon that repeats itself over and over again. It, it just I, I guess it's just been accelerated now with uh, I mean the, the, the vast number of people and then just like we can all talk to each other instantly yeah. like so bro- broadcasting uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's such a that's such, that's something that like I don't think we've taken enough time to stop and just think about it's like this is a goddamn cognitive revolution and oh, we're just yeah. like using it for memes <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> and we can't even comprehend what's like put forth in front of us we're just like well, we have things well, like well. happened with the like, with the markets like they're yeah. happening markets right now just happen like nobody could have even like conceived like some random guy just thought like hey we can do the same thing that they've been doing all right. along now we've got this power like yeah. just in front of us it's like, like wait a second we all have computers and at least a little bit of money like we could have been doing this a long time ago but yeah. it just like took some guy like uh and we, we've kind of got to that point now where we have all this information i think where uh you get in this rut of thinking like somebody would have thought of that already yeah like uh right right and it keeps us from like doing shit like yeah I'm, I'm like I, I i you have to think that somebody like had this drunk thought a while ago like, yeah hey let's do let's do our own stock short like right yeah, right yeah let's do our own short squeeze uh and just it didn't happen yeah just got up the next day he's like oh that was a dumb idea like, yeah yeah ah <laughs> oh, that's such a good point though it's like you inhibit yourself by just thinking it's like ah there's nothing new anymore everyone's done everything it's like can't get started in anything there's already people ahead of you it's like you never know dude like somebody might fuck someone up with some twisted tea and just tw- just twist your whole life apart and it's yeah. like whoa wait a second all <laughs> the, of a sudden the, the earth isn't the center of the universe anymore like yeah yeah, yeah just like you, you have the, the, the apple falls and you have the revelation yeah like or or whatever piece of fruit it might have been yeah. right <laughs> that's something that like that's a fact that or i guess i probably learned it a while ago but i was reminded of the fact that isaac newton invented calculus and like two weeks during a pandemic it's <laughs> that that man is so like impressive the amount of just like modern life like yeah. modern thought processes he pretty much just like right here you guys go just constructed like, it, just out of curiosity like, well he was just like here's this new thing and then here's a whole realm of knowledge to explain it yeah and I did that in two weeks at the age of, like, 21. In calculus, like, I, I mean, like, a, a lot of math is pretty intuitive. Like, yeah. D- 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 like, uh, derivatives and that, that sort of thing, like, not really. You just got to know what you're doing and why they're applied that way. It's like, like once you, I imagine, one, if you're Isaac Newton and then you start coming up with that, like, the, it snowballs really quickly. Uh-huh. You're just like, oh, and then this, oh, and then this, and then you start figuring out derivatives, and you're like, oh, but doing it backwards is the, and then... 
graph it. I don't know. And just, then you make the whole thing in two weeks. Yeah, like, yeah. You just had that, just, like, like a big bang. Like, you just had the one manic thought. episode of calculus. And I, 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 do you... Do you know what existed to, to calculate like areas under curves before that? Have you ever like looked no. into that? It, it's basically you're just taking like uh, uh, as many measurements of basically uh, like a, uh, the distance from point A to point B on that curve, and uh, you're just like inter like interpolating all yeah, those. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so it's pretty much just like like a bunch of tiny straight lines or like oh, triangles wait. essentially oh yeah exactly yeah, a way dirtier yeah. way of like approximating it uh, <laughs> yeah. really well like it worked for what they needed but like uh, <laughs> could you bitch. imagine doing that right. today with like uh, you, you need these uh, parts machined at a certain tolerance yeah. like yeah no <laughs> then your margin of error is huge that's why you can't make anything big yeah yeah like yeah, uh, yeah well we, that's the we, thing though is they still manage to make big like buildings and all that stuff so that's yeah. pretty incredible oh yeah like uh the things that they're able to i mean because what up until like that point pretty much they were just intuiting things and then like experimenting and then yeah. like if they, they, they worked they worked if they didn't like people we probably died yeah, or we, like yeah, we don't like, see that architecture because it never worked yeah exactly uh and it's just like amazing like I don't know, you got to think of all the failures that people had and, like, how yeah. catastrophic they were before, like, inquiry was really, right. like, rational inquiry was really a thing. That's the thing, though. It's, like, you really found out, like you said, by intuition what worked and what didn't yeah. work. Yeah, And I think that's a that's an interesting way to live life. I don't think it's possible for us to even conceptualize what it's like to live intuitively unless we, like, look back at our childhood and yeah. figure out what we were doing then. Yeah. But, like, now to live intuitively is just, like, that is a foreign, foreign concept. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's no way that I'm just going to, like, not overthink a certain situation from a bunch of different angles instead of just perceiving it as that situation. Yeah. And, like, using my, you know, like, something else, some other untapped potential to realize what that is. Yeah. And I think there's there's obviously a lot of things that went wrong with that and uh -huh. that, that held us back, but a lot of thinking that really just made sense and I was like, why do you do these things? Like, you just do them because you know they're right. Right. And it's like, that's the end. That's the end. There's no explanation needed. It's just like, right. it's like, I'm sure something like lying was a lot harder to do 900 years ago. Because oh, yeah. you were like, you lied and then you like, you like intuitively felt something. You're like, ah, that was wrong. Well, also instead of being like, oh, but I can justify it with this, this and this and all this logic and, you know like computational reasoning we do now yeah. i'm sure people still lied but it was like it was i think it, it's probably harder now to feel that intuitive feeling of what, what your actions really mean in the yeah. world because we can just break it down into these the tiniest of tiniest things oh yeah well and i also also think like uh, i mean like a big difference 900 years ago you knew every person you came into contact for pretty much your entire life yeah like, and those were the same your entire 35 years here and they lived right next to you yeah. and like you knew all their dirty laundry because you could like hear it through their house or yeah. like see it through their window or like you know like uh it's pretty hard to uh betray uh betray your fidelity at yeah. that point like like adultery would have been like really hard to do and that's probably why people were really like yeah yeah uh, and you only have this many people to mate with so right like, and then you, you got to protect from that. that yeah you got to protect that so like uh attitudes about like family and sex of course have changed because there's just yeah. like i can just go get a new 
one. Like right, right. It's like <laughs> I that, can go make a new family. There, yeah. There's one right next door. Like, there's <laughs> millions of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, yeah. That, it's it's one of those things that I've thought about a lot recently, just because it seems that when, especially when we talk about things like mental health, I'm like, I feel like a lot of the things that I was taught as a kid, especially as a Japanese kid, uh-huh. were just all like it never made sense to me right like off off the bat i was like like one one profound thing that'll always stick in my mind was like i was like five and we were my grandparents were pretty like upper class i guess and we were going to a concert like a classical concert so my grandma was getting me all dressed up Uh like making my socks look nice and i asked her i was like why why are you doing that like no one's gonna see that she was like yeah then that's exactly why you make it look nice and I was like, that makes no fucking sense. But, like, the more I grow up, the more I'm like, yeah. He's like, that's exactly why you do it. And, mm-hmm. like, it's like this why. Why, though? Why? It's, there's no logical reason behind it. It's just right. intuitively you just know it's like you, if, you, if they're good, they're good. If they're yeah. bad, they're bad. And you would good. rather have good than bad. Right. And that's the end. Like, there's yeah. no other, like, breaking it down further. And it... it it's one of those things that like i i wish i could get back to to like an intuitively thinking place because it's it's rather binary sometimes and that kind of makes it easy makes it easy to live life especially when you're like when in religion for example just anything that is god is good anything that's outside of that is bad Mm -hmm. you live in this binary world and it's kind of like easy in a way but into it also guides you is is what i would rather in, am envious of is that you have a guiding force that's just mm. immediately just like this is exactly how you act because you know that it's good intuitively whatever that intuition is manifesting inside of you but it's just like you just have this weird guide and now we can kind of question anything mm-hmm. and at the end of it it's like oh it doesn't matter yeah and i'm like that's good too but sometimes it's like dude that's like the worst thing for your mental health yeah it's like come to the conclusion of everything that it doesn't actually matter yeah and it's like i don't think that's a good way to live in general is just like analyzing so much to the point where it's like it doesn't matter yeah <laughs> um i it, like i i've been thinking that like uh postmodernism, uh that kind of thought that you it's yeah, all yeah. it's all sort of constructive just constructed and nothing matters that's a right. really uh there's really good useful critique uh and postmodernism is a really useful criticism in like a a, a, i mean artistic school and that sort of thing yeah but as it relates to like reality and science uh as a critique is really good but when you apply it as like a philosophy to like everyday life yeah like everything is constructed by people that aren't me Mm -hmm. um it, it can lead to some really like dangerous sort of detached nothing i do matters well yeah that's that that's that whole idea of an external locus of control it's just that like you have nothing to do with your life everything's constructed around you and you had nothing to do with it so your existence would does not contribute nor denigate from whatever's going on now right that's like whoa come on now well and what's really dangerous about that is like everybody else or somebody else is making the world but it's not i can't be that person yeah like that's realistic in that you're not that powerful person you probably never will be but you really have a lot of control about what goes on in your own life like well not only that you can do to impact the immediate environment around you like 
people i mean environment as a general yeah yeah but like also realizing that your potential is far greater than what you actually think you can do in this tiny when you compare yourself to like the all-powerful structure of the universe like you depreciate your own value by being like what is my contribution like no 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 no. your contribution is not only like good Mm -hmm. but it's like necessary it's like you can't just not yeah right because like then you just make the world worse yeah you You make the world and the people around you just worse you're a parasitic draw. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I hate that kind of sh- I hate that kind of attitude. It's just like the whole nihilism, like idea of nihilism. It's just so shitty. Yeah, it's just the shittiest. Like, but like the thing is that me having grown up the way I have, like I totally I've been down that avenue so many times that it feels familiar and feels right in a lot of ways. And I'm now just realizing, like, oh shit, like no, 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 like what you do matters. Yeah, like not to the not to the other seven billion people in the world but it's like everyone is their own god kind of yeah it's like if you if you can do it in your own life then it's like that's the best you can do and it's not just the best you can do it's like that's what you have to do well think of all the little tiny things that have happened in your own life that just like snowballed into something bigger like you you just like met this guy i mean like uh sales guys talk about it all the time or uh you know entrepreneurs the elevator pitch like you you, yeah yeah you have your little your little 30 second spiel on whatever it is you do right um because you never know who you're gonna meet yeah you know, uh and, and and just like even like a little compliment to somebody can just change around like their entire perception of themselves yeah. or i mean not like you know not in a grand way but like that's this the, the straw that broke the camel's back yeah. you know like you never know what little thing um you, you could pick a banana peel up off the ground and that saves some old lady yeah, from tripping right. and dying like, yeah yeah uh, like what you do matters like, right and, and I, I hate any philosophy that really like it's realistic to to know you have limits to your agency Mm -hmm. um but like philosophies that take away from the idea that every individual has agency and that that agency actually impacts like yeah somebody like it's going to impact you what you do is going to impact somebody at some point in your life so yeah regardless if if, just do it good someone might (laughs) love you right yeah like on the off chance someone might love you and you might want that to reciprocate that feeling it's like your choices up to that point matter and your choices after that also matter because now all of a sudden you're affecting other people yeah and it's like it's one of those things you can't escape it like somebody's gonna love you somebody out there mm-hmm. and like even if it's just your parents even though if you're a hermit of a person like there's like something that you you have an effect on people regardless so- of who you think you are Somebody's gonna find what you do beautiful. Yeah. Like, it's, okay, For you know, some reason uh, that you Charles won't even Manson understand. Charles Manson had a bunch of followers. Like, yeah, he did. <laughs> he also had a lot of LSD. So uh, he still has apparently like the people like a cult of personality around. Really? Him. Like, yeah. I, it's a yeah. Powerful man right there. Yeah. I, <laughs> so I'm not saying that your contribution has to be that. No, but it. it <laughs> but it can be. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 just think on the grand scheme of things. Uh, yeah. That guy was a, a, a very awful person. Yet he had. People right. Thought he was beautiful. Like, yeah. You know the comedian Ralphie Mae. Yeah. Yeah. Rest his soul. Rest in peace. Fucking yeah. hilarious. Yeah. His wife was fucking hot. Oh yeah. And yeah. He's yeah. just this fat fuck of a person. <laughs> that says something about authenticity, though, man. Yeah. Like, I, and that's something people really liked about him. Like, yeah. Fat fucking deal with it, man. 
man. Yeah, he's fat. It, he's like be happy, fat, or lose weight. Like cons- that could be considered racist today. Oh yeah, wait, did, isn't shit, that wild? Everybody that everybody that was a comedian before two thousand. I mean, Trump, even yeah. now, it's just like. I mean, people think, like, Bill Burr is racist. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Jerry Seinfeld had to stop doing college tours because they couldn't take Jerry. Uh, what does all, Jerry Seinfeld yeah. say that's even remotely objectionable? For real. Like, <laughs> like he's talking about, like, the, like most anodyne. Weather. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, what's the peanuts? Uh, right. yeah. It's just <laughs> what about these hairlines? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Hairlines like black people, they talk about those. <laughs> what? What? I mean, I guess being in close uh, association with Michael Richards probably doesn't do him a lot of favors. Uh, True. Yeah. <laughs> but still, yeah, it's like why? Why can't we? I I list. I've been listening to this book. Where I already listened to it once. I'm listening to it again. Called the Coddling of the American Mind. Mm-hmm. It's by Jonathan Haidt. And do you know him? Yeah, I've heard you talk about it before. Jonathan Haidt is the man. Mm-hmm. I fuck with him a lot. But, um, yeah, he talks a lot. He talks about, well, it was pretty much born from this phenomena of, like, people canceling speakers or, like, yeah. you know, the emergence of, like, safe spaces and all this, like, weird shit yeah. that's happening on college campuses where it's, like, kids just can't, like, take another opinion. Yeah. Which... It's physically painful. Right, right, right. It's, like, because the presence of a person who has a differing opinions than you is violence yes. to you. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just like, <laughs> that's the thing though is, um, you know, I, I remember like hearing about safe spaces and like all this stuff and people criticizing kids for being whiny when I was in college. And I was like, I, I don't, I didn't really see that much in the South, like uh-huh. in, at university of Kentucky. Yeah. A, cause I was a music major. Yeah. And, uh, you can't be like that as a music no, you yeah, can't, yeah, yeah, no. like you can't you can't be that fragile uh, sorry no. <laughs> <laughs> just there's none none of those people existed in music because they were just like well you know if you suck you suck yeah like. it's like and everyone's very progressive you know yeah. like all of my music major friends very progressive like left-leaning all about inclusivity all this stuff yeah um but there's just some undeniable aspects of meritocracy that like you we you can't you know go against if you do something like music or sports you're just like uh well if you're bad you're bad and that's just it yeah get better you make all the rest of us bad yeah Yeah. right (laughs) so i didn't see all this like safe space stuff going on at all but apparently it's like rabid on like ivy league schools oh i'd imagine and like coastal schools and whatnot and um i was just listening to a part where he was talking about how at brown they had uh two feminist speakers come and talk about rape culture they had a debate on whether or not america is a rape culture or not and um one of them obviously and they're both feminist speakers yeah like one of them made the case that america is a rape culture and the other woman didn't i can't remember their names Hmm. but because of the woman that's saying that america is not a rape culture they had to like create safe spaces. They had to create a whole new venue where they could talk about why America is a rape culture without any discussion or debate on mm-hmm. top of it. Um, I mean, people tried to cancel it, like lots of hate flying at it. The woman that was arguing that America is not a rape culture was like raped as a child and beaten literally like half blind by an abusive boyfriend. Mm. And she was just like, no, it's this, this country is not. It's like a rape culture is somewhere like 
in Saudi Arabia where a woman gets raped. What was Mongolia under Genghis Khan if this is a rape yeah. culture? <laughs> like, uh, what yes, word like, describes what, that? <laughs> what could you even approximate? Like, what? I mean, there's no mesh of words you could describe that with at, at that point. And it's just like, that's another thing. It's like this, uh, they talked about concept creep in that in that book. How about how concepts can creep like downwards and outwards, essentially, yeah, out of academia where, into like modern, like a, a general culture. Yeah. yeah, and like, and in just like meaning in general, mm-hmm. like rape culture. It's like, is a very specific thing. Yeah, when you come down to it, right? right. It's just like, Talking a rape culture is places. like a place where like a woman gets raped. She gets, you know, like a sideline reporter in the NFL or something like that. Like, yeah, get, 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 like. Sport, uh, women sports reporters i'm sure there's a rape culture that happens around there just because they're in predominant is that what they're talking about like i i don't i don't know that's okay. the thing but like something uh, more specific than what we're yeah what we refer not to not some rape general cultural. idea that like rape happens it's like yeah. yeah well rape happens but a rape culture is where it happens and it's uh approved of right and the people getting raped actually are shunned because they were raped like that's right. that's a rape culture right. and like you could even argue that that does happen sometimes here where it's oh, like yeah. the whole like but it's like no no no, no. We, we that happens because people just don't trust other people we're talking more about like uh countries where it's like codified into law where you could yeah. rape your wife and stuff like that so and like i can okay. i can see an argument why you could consider america as a quote-unquote rape culture but it's right. like that's not the right word for it and that's not right. the right conceptualization for it we shouldn't let those very strong things creep downwards and like outwards and to mean more things than they actually mean yeah because it's like the word racist it's like uh, it's crazy. I, I just listened to White Fragility. Have you listened to or uh, read that? No, I'm not, again familiar, but yeah. Um, I live it. Uh, it <laughs> it's one of those books that I'm like, I was like, like, like you said, like postmodernism, it's a good critique. Uh-huh. It is nothing practicable yep. nor uh, valuable to put in action. Right. Because what she's suggesting is essentially you repent constantly for your whiteness. Right. And that at every avenue possible, you atone for it by publicly humili- humiliating yourself, right. essentially. It is is kind of the, I mean, it's like, it's not explicitly written, but she, that's the right. example she gives of her, uh, d- of, what ha- of what she does. A, like, pessimistic, fatalistic view of it more yeah. than, like, it's just like, let's, like, spend money at black businesses and, like, uh, like, yeah that's right of thing like yeah, yeah let's uplift black people like yeah it's more of this this like white people will know ne- and that's the thing though it's like she says a lot of things where i'm like she's she's spitting the truth right like white people don't see themselves in terms of their race right true as fuck yeah like, oh yeah yeah, yeah. that's something to. that's just like yeah exactly yeah. unless it's i'm like, across the like unless i'm talking to somebody of another race yeah i don't have to think about it right and statistically speaking that's most of the time i don't yeah. have to think about it yeah so, so i'm like okay <laughs> word bitch like you you hit the nail right on the head on that one like, yeah absolutely really good observations it's, it's just like and then when you listen to her lectures you're like there's something kooky with this bitch like there's something way off with this bitch and she even makes the case she says that generations are getting more racist <laughs> That's like our society is getting more racist yeah, uh, and the wow. way she backs it up in her book is by citing a study done with two-year-olds <laughs> uh done about how long they t- pay attention to like a black picture versus a white picture Ooh. and i'm just like 
you're not even talking about racism anymore right. you're talking about well, colorism, colorism which is a universal like cultural universal yeah like it's just like uh <laughs> we don't like the dark we're kind of scared of the dark sorry yeah. like the... <laughs> even black people right. don't like dark black like, people hmm. like some people like this white picture versus the black one it's because of racism it's like, yeah no no it's not it's a, it's a two-year-old they you're saying that racism is socialized. They don't even talk. Well, and at like, that point, what is race? Like, th- th- I think that's a really, like, uh, I, th- we keep, we're really struggling with race and gender right now. And I think 50 years from now, even, like, that's a really short time span. But we'll have completely different conceptualizations of what both of those things yeah, are. Yeah, I hope um, they're more, well, I, I think inevitably we just homogenize in yeah, terms of race. Yeah. Right? Because like, it's like. And I feel like I'm a prime example of that because I talk about this all the time. People look at me and they're like, you're something. I'm just like, yeah. Better ways to say that, but yeah. Yeah. I was like, I, but I was like, you know what? Maybe, maybe that's awesome. Maybe that's just great that I just get to skip by as you're something. It's yeah. like, you know what? We're all something. And eventually we're all just going to like, I don't know about you. Mixed people are fucking hot. And like, yeah. you know, racist white people are not yeah just yeah. in general <laughs> generally speaking so it's like the future seems to be the, the ones that are make a career out of it on cnn exactly yeah <laughs> and like and who wants to touch them right <laughs> so I, I just don't like these creeping ideas of words that just kind of like start meaning everything and nothing yeah yeah it's just like Over what are generalization we... in general like yeah yeah which ironically i just did so right yeah <laughs> it, it's just there's there's something about it where it's like it's just not genuine yeah. you know it's just like it, uh, your feelings are hurt whatever it's like you can't just call everyone racist and bigoted because once again like your actions in this world matter yeah and those aren't just you're not some like unimpeachably good human that you can just hurl these insults with no fucking repercussions because you're on the right side of things yeah. it's like no uh you can't do that because the, the, that's not standing up to anything that's flailing that's like yeah. it's just it's nothing essentially the, the same thing we accuse donald trump of doing is just like throwing shit to the wall well, and yeah see if it sticks that's like, exactly what it is and yeah. we don't approve that do we no yeah but like as soon as he is and we don't to be clear yeah right and we <laughs> yeah. don't fuck god damn it yeah. thank god that's not the case anymore yeah you know what though i thought about it today i was like the one person who I want to hear talk about this whole stock trader thing is Donald Trump. I yeah. want to know what he thinks right now. Yeah. I, right? I want to hear him and Mark Cuban talk more than anybody else right now. Yeah. It's just, just like, like <laughs> what do you have to say, man? Like, <laughs> just go on Joe Rogan and spit it out. Just yep. like, you're at the end of your life. Come on. Just relax. Let everyone know what's up. It, it's amazing to me how quickly things happen in this country, man. Like, that's ancient history as to, it seems like ancient history yeah. already. Uh, that that really hit after uh, gay marriage got legalized. Like that mm. whole argument was over. Over like snap yeah. of a finger. Like nobody True. gives a shit anymore. Like it was something that you know uh, conservative people were stamping up and down about, and well, they don't it, give a shit anymore. It just shows how much where where people's values actually exist and how they're politicized. It, it's it's tribal identification more than anything. Yeah. Like uh, uh, it, you your moral code is um 
it's almost like t-shirt now like one of those you know i'm the wife yeah. a proud wife of an electrician who don't take no shit and right. will will kill you in the face if you try and mess with me <laughs> like yeah uh we we might as well like that's what our belief systems are now it's not even that we necessarily believe these things i mean like i'm not talking about everybody just the the, the uh the, you know the people that make this a problem um and it seems to be a lot of people uh it, 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 it's a it's a brand yeah. yeah it's a brand uh and, and like i was saying earlier we're uh we're, we're selling things at a high price that don't have much value um, yeah <laughs> yeah we're causing a commotion out of it too yeah like the gay marriage thing it's like everyone got really riled up over gay people and then it happened and they're like i get homophobia still exists but i'm pretty sure people that are riled up about it are actually just like uh, they just moved on to the next thing. Yeah, they're yeah. like they're just the next thing we, to be we got upset trans about. People now. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah there's or, <laughs> new or, next scapegoat. Yeah, or uh, guns. They're taking my guns, or they're yeah. taking my job, or it's yeah. like you, you don't actually have these values. You're just you just kind of latch on to them because <laughs> a bunch of people yell about them. Uh, I get on the same thing with like some people that uh, the far left people that are in the postmodernist thing that uh, are also into like science, uh, but also are like. Uh, um, I'm not gonna say necessarily astrology. Uh, you know where I'm going with this, maybe. Uh, oh, but like, yeah. we we are trying to so tie nine like force non scientific concepts on top of yeah. science, or like we have this postmodernist approach to science where if it's science that doesn't sound good to us, we're gonna say that an old white dude invented science. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. And like the cool thing about science isn't you don't have to take anything from authority you can do the experiment at yeah. home and if it's good science um like good scientists don't call themselves scientists they don't like that word right um, yeah. right yeah <laughs> well i mean then you're arguing for the idea of meritocracy yeah, which right. according to white fragility is a white supremacist concept right Ugh. and i'm just like okay we can't go anywhere with these ideas no it, it's the, like, the, you, like science saying, is the freedom from that like, yeah that's, that's what, what i'm what saying it's like <laughs> like meritocracy the, the the fact that you can be a credible and like competent person is exactly like you said the freedom from this notion of power yeah right it's just like it's like yeah i mean people have power that's true yeah and it's like the way you get around that is you you'd be better than the person that has power right they're just people too like yeah exactly uh, uh, you want to know if uh, you want to know five G's in your fucking vaccine? Just build a fucking uh, yeah. some sort of. Uh, I mean, you can figure it out. Yeah, figure it figure out. It, out, it, bitch. it and works. Then tell me about like, it. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And exactly. I'll, I'll Make it better for everybody. Yeah. I'll listen to you for sure. If you can, if you can show me a, a you know your uh, device that's getting a signal from a five G implant in your arm, yeah. which you can make. Uh, I, I mean, if I read a little bit, I could probably make you one. Um, yeah, I, I would. I would do it. Yeah, I'd fucking <laughs> right yeah. if you're credible enough, or if it's not, I'll call you out on your shit. Like, that's it. That it's like, how do we get anywhere if we don't have meritocracy? Right. Right. And like that was that was another big contention of the book where I was like, yo, like, oh, uh, I guess competence and meritocracy is a white thing because only white people in history have been documented doing it i guess that a that's a big thing that i don't think 99 like way many people realize white people are the only people that wrote down things for most of history like yeah. everybody had writing they didn't use it did like they would write tax records and shit like that yeah white people are the only people that like wrote letters to each other on like a regular basis and, like their like, accomplishments and yeah, stuff yeah yeah like uh th there was no like not much correspondence except yeah. amongst like royalty really anywhere else like it just wasn't yeah it, I if mean... it was it was bouncing like uh, uh, like scientific ideas off of each other for yeah. a bit, lack of better like uh 
important things. It was for really important things. See, your language right now is very problematic. Because uh, yeah. uh, oh. uh, you're, you're not creating a safe space for those who can't do shit with their lives. How, how can I do better? <laughs> well, first, you can repent. You can get on your knees. Oh, shit. And uh, apologize for your skin color. Oh. You racist piece of shit. Uh, yeah, sorry, Obama. <laughs> right. Bow down to Jesse Jackson. I got his poster right there. You go bow down and kiss his feet right now. Yeah, no, I mean, that's it's just a, such a hard argument to make about like being against all this progressive ideals because uh because if you're against it now you're just the devil it's like well hold on a second like pump the brakes on all this accusational stuff real quick it's like can we just can we just talk yeah i've talked to plenty of black people on this podcast and i could i plan on talking to more and it doesn't seem like they want anything that like drastic happen they just want to like they just want people to listen Right or like there's or there's just something there that they want and that we can't really identify what it is, but somehow talking about it makes it better. Yeah. And um. Yeah, no, that's it's true. Just, it's just like, but we we can't really identify what it is that needs to happen to make things better. Well, uh, uh, one of the the best things I heard from one of the black players is nobody threw a brick through a Target window to get George Washington's statue pulled down, like. They threw a brick through the window because black people are getting killed by police. Yeah, yeah. Like, right. We're, 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 it, it seems like there's a lot of, like, people just out there trying to put their virtuousness on display, and that's where all of this, like, extraneous, like, we're getting distracted from, yeah. like, the actual purpose of, like, would anybody give a shit what statues are up if police weren't killing black people at like right. an alarming rate yeah like yeah. would there be would there be an issue with that like maybe I'll, maybe we would have the space to like be able to have that conversation yeah. civilly because yeah. then we're well, not having problems with people fucking dying what, like and the <laughs> and the issue is i think and once again this is something that robin d'angelo nails in white fragility it's like the at the issue at the bottom of it is like the, the 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 fragility of white people and their guilt and how they try to atone for it yeah and it's just like yo like you being at home watching football and kneeling during the national anthem in your living room doesn't really do anything especially when you like post a picture about it on facebook it's just like i'm sorry but like your white guilt is just is not currency it's rather pathetic. You could you could do more by picking up the fucking phone, getting on Grubhub, and ordering food from a black-owned barbecue. Yeah, for like, real, and then yeah. tipping. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like there, there's it, actionable things that are like real that aren't just all this symbolic change the person on the twenty dollar bill thing. It's like that's great. Black kid, like yeah, it's yeah. like it's like these these things seem very neutral to me. It's like you kneeling or apologizing for being white or blog posting about this or that it's like cool but like <laughs> you think you think that's what black people want you think that's how shallow this is right like, you think this is the that much of a problem it's just like they uh, really give a, a shit about us like sagging our pants or like yeah, yeah no like the like we're trying to correct for like hundreds of years of racial like inequality and disparity like it, it, right making us equal culturally isn't really gonna solve the problems like yeah it, when you and especially like i, I, I think a lot of uh the, the the generational poverty is ignored uh yeah especially uh, like I, I 
am probably a little bit of an expert on generational poverty having come from yeah. eastern kentucky appalachia <laughs> right. um right. it's so hopeless yeah. um yeah is the thing i don't think most people realize and even if you like my parents weren't uh super poor or anything like that um but you grow up around people who don't know people that have yeah, money like yeah. the richest guy in town is probably a doctor um yeah and probably the only doctor in town like that right. sort of thing um and you, you just get all these like poor habits built in and just like all this wrong incorrect knowledge not even just like you yeah. aren't getting like, like a lot of people think it's ignorance it's beyond that like it's a lot yeah. of like um oh shit you just like, don't a... like the best you can do and a lot like a lot of the like the best these people think they can do is work in a factory their whole life yeah um and that's like the background like you know i'd probably be doing better with my life if i knew if i was exposed to more people that were able to like go out and actualize themselves you know, yeah monetize yeah. what they do like right uh my whole thing was music performance as a kid we don't know any like the radio will just hear you like apparently if like yeah. that's how you do that like, right, you're just right, good yeah. at it and like yeah. they'll come pick you up like <laughs> you're, you're fucking like sean connery or something like right that. like that you don't have to even there's no you don't go and audition and work really hard and read lines every day yeah and, like, you just or, do it or and it's sing like well day. hopefully you figure it out it's like either god made you this way or you didn't and yeah you'll, you'll get there you won't and, and you probably won't because right. you don't know you like that so <laughs> Because God isn't that benevolent, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, he likes the uh, he likes the corporate class people, uh, the job yeah. creators is what they call them now. <laughs> Those the, are the godly ones. The the job creators, yeah. Trump, Trump is the godly. Yeah, one. I mean that's a that's a good point, and I think there's real ways to combat racism in like big big picture in terms mm-hmm. of like policy, and like that's mm-hmm. another thing that. I'm reading another book called How to Be an Anti-Racist. Mm-hmm. Right, I went on this whole, like, shtick of, like, trying to understand, like you said, like, that postmodern doctrine, those that kind of intellectual circle where yeah. they all essentially just try to tear down our society yeah. as we know it. And Useful as an intellectual exercise. Right, yeah. right. And I'm just, like, I, I just listened to the Communist Manifesto, too. Mm-hmm. And I think what you said about postmodernism applies directly to that. It's just, like... Uh, great observation. Uh, the fuck are you gonna do about it? Yeah. And his call to action in the Communist Manifesto is the proletariat class uh, seizes all the means of production from the bourgeoisie and hands it over to the state, so that the proletariat Ooh. creates the new, um, whatever ruling class. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's very close to almost word for word what he says. Yeah. It's and it's just good. like, what did you change? Yeah, you didn't do anything besides give yourself the power. Yeah, you put different people in government. Yeah, it's like you that that doesn't change anything. But and we we keep wanting to like we keep talking about and toying about as a society as like these making these unilateral changes. You know, just like we're gonna take over the government and just drain the swamp or whatever. Yeah, so Uh, they tried to do on Capitol Hill. They're like. We're going to find it. We're going to change it. Well, have we tried turning the key to the dredge that they gave us in the Constitution, which is just vote all these fucking guys out? Mitch McConnell's been in Congress how long? Like, and we just expect these guys to do, like, no, let's just go, like, violently take it over. Like, a lot of these people, like, have been in Congress for 20, 30 fucking years. Like, just 
pull the lever on the ballot box and they're gone. And yeah. just like I, I, I got on this thing of maybe we should just vote out all incumbents until like we agree that this shit's better. Just like if there's a guy in office, fuck him, he's out. Like just next that's guy just, just mill through that, all these guys. And that's it's like kind of the reason why democracy was created though, right? Because yeah. not everyone We can't has be doing the, civil wars every fucking five years. Well that, but also <laughs> like even before that, it's just like we kind of recognize that not everyone can keep up with what's going on all yeah. the time. So we need to delegate people to do that correctly. Right. But the problem is that like people we need don't business managers. people don't put in the time to understand what's happening. That's why right. Kentucky will vote for Mitch McConnell again because yeah. of what? Because oh, he's he bringing back he's coal, Mitch right? Yeah. It's just like because these people, Mitch McConnell. Th- yeah, like like you said earlier, this is beyond ignorance. Yeah, like this is not ignorance. This is something way deeper. And to like stop right there at being like, oh, they're just ignorant and bigoted. Uh, you are severely underestimating the problem right mm-hmm. now. Because <laughs> if it was just stupidity, right, then we could just hand them a book and be like, oh, <laughs> done. Yep. Like, you see all these things that he did wrong? D- no, this is beyond just knowledge and lack thereof. This is like playing on values. This is playing mm-hmm. on just like something on a higher order than we are able to nail down in terms of knowledge and reciprocal behavior towards one another for the first time in human history maybe philosophy hasn't caught up with science like in technology Um, like just our like our ways of thinking about the world and interacting with reality are so outmoded with the amount of information we have coming in we don't really have any good philosophers right now especially i mean postmodernism was really the last movement and that kind of gave way like that came and went mostly in the 80s and 90s i mean it's a, and i mean like it's an academic movement and that's what like michel foucault and that's the only one i can name yeah that's the only person who i went deep down enough and i realized like this is fucked up dude this guy has no idea what he's talking well, we about we don't have the we don't have like you were just saying uh, about that debate uh we don't have like that debate would have had both sides represented necessarily and well i mean it was but like a, a debate in what the, the classic sense of the world you would have both sides represented and nobody would like that's what you came to expect to hear yeah like and if you have a safe space around that you can't even and like you would expect that maybe not those debate the people participating in the debate maybe one of those people or both of those people don't even believe what they're saying they're just trying to yeah. debate that on like let's explore what the possible points could be as uh, like an exercise yeah as a as an intellectual exercise and i think like things like you know postmodernism, critical theory like these things are really inf- like useful intellectual tools yeah. and we've taken them beyond academia into you know the general public yeah and they don't have all of the like like i i certainly don't i don't have all the background like to understand what they're actually talking about with a lot of these things yeah uh i was i I read an article on vox about intersectionality it'd been written a few years ago um about the woman that coined the term she doesn't really get how why people are using it the way they are now well yeah because the way she she has some ted talks about it they're actually very like concise and very like the definitions are very set yeah, in stone. No, it's like, this so is what like, it is. Where, where she wrote this paper at first, just for like people that don't know. Um, uh, so like, for example, what she was trying, like there are very specific legal things uh, that she was trying to yeah. combat that, that it had to do with, you know, like uh, black women were trying to sue. Uh, like, for example, uh, General Motors did a layoff in the right. 70s, um, 
where they laid off people based on seniority. Um, and they had a policy that they wouldn't hire women of color up until a certain date. Um, and those women that got laid off um, sued and they weren't allowed to sue that the, the suit was thrown out because they said that black women um, did not represent a separate class, um, which they obviously did in that case. Because right. It's because uh, they, they, something... they were a, they were a class to GM. It, it's more I think when I listened to her TED talk, she talked about how like at GM they had like black people like especially it was like it made into two sides, like the office side and the manufacturing side. Uh huh. In the manufacturing side, they had black people. Yeah. Right? Black men. Mm-hmm. And on the, like, secretarial the side, side, they had women. Mm-hmm. White women. Mm-hmm. So we have black people and women. Mm-hmm. And then these people were like, no, no, no. What about black women? Mm-hmm. And they're like, but we have both sides represented. Yeah. And that's where intersectionality kind of came from. It's like, well, right. you are refusing to acknowledge that this is like a double jeopardy kind of thing right yeah in that it well and in that specific instance it was because they were black like the, that that policy didn't apply to black men it applied specifically yeah. to black women but the court said they couldn't sue as black women because they weren't black women weren't a protected class as black women uh, if they were suing just as black people and like all black people or if uh, they were suing just as women yeah and it was all women um so they were like she identified that a couple of years later and was like, hey, right. this is a theme in law um, and we need to change, like, I mean, this is a Supreme Court decision. So this affects yeah. every other court decision that's made yeah. in our entire, you know, it, it trickles down to the local level. Right. Um, so, yeah, we, we need to identify all of these places in law where, like, people's identities intersect under the anti-discrimination policies yeah. that we already have which is like totally necessary yeah 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 right like, that's fucked up of... if we wouldn't have let those women we, uh, but right. apparently they didn't but like it's fucked up that they didn't let those women sue like yeah. maybe they had a case maybe they didn't but yeah. they threw it out under that right guys right. and that's not right after they like, spent all that money fucking uh, presumably, on a supreme yeah. court case yeah 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 um and I, I don't know if the aclu existed at that point or not um I mean, presumably today, somebody would take up their cause. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Late, late or yeah. somebody. And um, like, that's know. like, it's, it's so nest. It's one of those things like, yeah, of course you, we th- we talk about it and it seems so silly. It's like, how could you be such an asshole that you're like, we have women and black people working here. What are you mad about? It's like, you dumb fuck. Are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> you, you think I'm stupid dumb, but... <laughs> motherfucker. Like, you don't know why they're mad. Get, shut the fuck. Like. I, I like absolutely we need these ideas of critical theory intersectionality all these oh, things yeah. because it's like we had to right. we had to fucking explain this to you like yeah. seriously we Sometimes had to right. we had to write it out for you here yeah. it is motherfucker like but it, when you take it too far it's like now you're intersecting now it's like people are trying to just intersect everything right yeah. it's like I want to be a fucking non-binary trans half person titan albino with no arms it's, it's like a, we're oh. playing whack-a-mole with it yeah now. it's just like chill it's like oh, i don't identify as that it's the, and like it just it's it's gotten to a point where it's like why why are people why are people holding on to this so much right why are they why are they grabbing on to it is it because like academia is it because like higher-ups in academia kind of like you know perpetuated this idea i don't know 
like I don't know why it is that we need to feel like we need to classify ourselves so much so we can like fit into these boxes it, it's like what what is what is driving that I, I think it comes from branding like I, I was saying earlier think like so? I think people are so driven to make that like personal we, we have to be so out like we have to be and, unique and we have to make that into a neat package for social media because mm-hmm. um, people get bought and sold yeah. so quickly on their image yeah. and their brand um, and I, I, and I was talking to a female coworker about this a while ago like uh, why would if you are a young attractive woman why would you try and develop skills right now why wouldn't you just try and like because there's like yeah influencers are that's such an easy life to live um or uh, i'm not gonna say easy but such an alluring life and there's so many people out there that are getting paid just to go take pictures of themselves at bali like yeah yeah like why 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 wouldn't you why wouldn't you want to work if you're going to work quote unquote why yeah. wouldn't you make your work just taking as many fucking pictures as possible like, or like and hoping one of them goes viral like, like OnlyFans. yeah like and that i'm like i'm totally in support of all that shit. oh like, yeah yeah, yeah. Please. no do what you're gonna do right? yeah like, please do like yeah I, I get what you're saying it's like what why I, would you want to go get a physics degree if you right. can do that like, i <laughs> i have some i have like two female friends i know of mm-hmm. that i've had similar conversations and they're like like ridiculously attractive mm-hmm. and they're just like you know one day you're gonna be 30 and no one's gonna want you right and i'm just like you're so fucking right like dude you better cash in on those titties right now yeah. right like like not even trying to be like funny or derogatory it's just like yeah. no you're so right like there's a market for it now is the yeah. time don't have that fomo when you're when you're 40. for real yeah because like once you know men turn 30 now we get all the sexual market oh, somehow yeah, yeah, yeah. for whatever reason oh yeah and like that's that's nice yeah yeah <laughs> that's <just> like <laughs> nice <laughs> like i'm, I'm turning so 35 love... this year i'm, I'm there we uh, go i'm starting to finally like love it like <laughs> yeah it's like you're just hitting your stride man i i i, I can go to the bar and not worry about like yeah but, okay. right yeah <laughs> so yeah just cash in when you can honestly it's the only fans thing is really interesting to me because i'm just like people are against only i'm like dude shut the fuck up like there are weak, lonely men everywhere that have money and need to be taken advantage of because, uh, quite frankly, they're probably destructive to society and we should neuter their way yeah. <laughs> out of using their money in any productive way. And these hot chicks are doing it. Dude, I'm, I'm for anything that takes out the middleman. So, like, OnlyFans <laughs> deleted the pimp for the yeah, most part. Like, there's there no go. pimp. Like, it's basically just a – it's like Spotify. Yeah. Like, it is basically what <laughs> right. it is. Like, Spotify for sex workers. Yeah. Like, to be perfectly honest uh, – it's and a much good. safer way to interact like yeah. so like i mean sure you can you know, I, these girls probably get the worst fucking messages all the time but you oh. can just shut that shit off like and you get money so it's oh like, yeah yeah they they had to pay you to send a cares? message that's the thing it's like <laughs> these these like i don't care if you watch porn or watch OnlyFans, whatever yeah i like stopped watching porn a while ago yeah. just because like i don't sometimes know sometimes i wish i could i was like i was like <laughs> this feels like an addiction that's just accepted it's uh it, it i would it can come it can become an addiction really easily yeah um I, I, it's like eating also sometimes like yeah you you, you gotta come like <laughs> yeah yeah um and it's a lot better than getting into uh 
like a long relationship or something like that that you yeah. didn't mean to get yourself into That's or thing, if you though, have like... problems like i you know if, uh i get clingy so like sometimes yeah. I, you know if i'm liking a girl a little too much i'll just hang back like for a yeah. night and just like chill out like yeah. i got i gotta yeah <laughs> i just yeah i was like i can make myself come right and that's pretty much what it came down to i was like it was like a stubbornness like i don't need this shit but like i i don't care if you do is the thing it's like yeah. do it but like i i feel like only fans probably attracts and not everyone of course but there's right. probably a very just degenerate community that goes towards that like like, so. like kind of like some incel type people that go towards that just so they can like masochistically like give women money and then talk shit to them at the I same imagine time it's a lot of the weird old good old dudes that are just sitting in the strip club like yeah alone at the yeah. table drinking sipping a diet coke right like, i'd imagine it's those guys do that now yeah like, <laughs> and it's just like by all means take their money yeah yeah, yeah. take their fucking yeah. dirty little cock money please like cause it's like <laughs> i have so much disdain for people that disrespect women on that level oh yeah yeah yeah. Right? i'm just like please just shut them up like right and like if you are getting money out of it thank god like there's there's yeah. there's nothing more frightening to me than like a weak man like oh yeah not, not I'm, I'm not talking about physically or just like you know in any any way that like you're just like but like when you're just like emotionally weak and you're just like abusive in ways yeah like that that kind of shit to me it's like the it's like the hobo johnson brand (laughs) of human where it's like you don't know you think you're a good guy right you refuse to acknowledge how evil you could be Mm -hmm. because you think that just because some girl doesn't like you because you're in a victim state that you just can't do bad yep that kind of person I'm it's like, so oh, benevolent that there's nothing I could do yeah, to hurt anybody. I, that, I'm just like, all my intentions that's why, are so pure. That's why I hate Hobo Johnson so much. That's a, his whole peach scone thing. It's like, oh, I like you so much, but you have a boyfriend, but that's okay. We'll just go get coffee, and I love scones. <laughs> I'm just like, dude, man up. Get in a fight. Yeah. Fucking, like, go four-wheeling or something. Jesus Christ. Like, you are just the worst type of... You're the type of motherfucker that, like, emotionally manipulates girls into staying and while you go off and do other shit. Like, that's the kind of person you are. And you're just covering it up just by being like, oh, I'm so deep and emotional. It's like, I just know how to use these words and music to... And it's like, shut oh, the God. fuck up, you little incel fuck. I cannot stand you. Oh, my God. I just had to rant... He, he, the, that that's the guy that makes me feel weird for pulling out a guitar at a party and yeah, like i right. shouldn't feel like that guy because you, you know i'm pulling out a guitar to have some fun like yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. let's we're, sing some we're, fucking we're song. singing some beatles and singing some, yeah. some alan jackson like right. you, you've been there we're <laughs> it's a good time yeah when you're out this here, guy like... the, the everybody pull, i pull it out and everybody's like oh god here comes a dashboard confessional yeah. I'm like no 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 not that guy <laughs> dude it's so it like makes men look bad yeah 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 it really does yeah yeah, yeah. and it's just like Oh, that that kind of person, that weak man, is just, and and for some reason, I feel like a lot of this postmodern thing, and weak men are linked somehow. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. A lot of these dudes are just yeah. trying to get laid. Yeah, yeah. Like let let's be real. The whole you know like, just idea, and like let's even bring intersectionality into it. Mm-hmm. Like, let's make it white men, right? Sure. Like white men have been put in a position like here, here. none other before here, here. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, you are you are at the top 
Now you're at the bottom if you're young. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like if you're a young guy trying to get laid by young women, like, dude, if you're white, I mean, I, I, I hope you're in a red state because shit. <laughs> like, this is not going to work out for you. But you little tiny dick slimy motherfuckers that are just like, hmm. Stand there, like, kneel down and, like, do the black power fist or something. It's like, you go, you. It's like, shh, dude, I swear, I'll, I'll punch your face across this universe you little piece of shit just trying to do the just trying to look like you're a good person that's like the oh just seethingly it just makes me ang- and it's like any any it makes form it harder for people that are actually trying to be authentically good oh like, my god or not trying to be or just like trying to be out there and just live their fucking life and social like, media really brings out the worst oh yeah of that it's just like people that are just like I can't believe Trump wouldn't denounce racism. Like really, and this <laughs> madness. It's like you can't believe it. Isn't isn't that the person you were what? saying he was just a minute ago? Like, you can't believe it. Uh huh. You can't believe that the Capitol insurrection. I can't. This isn't my. This is your country. Yeah. This is exactly what your country does. Don't say you can't believe this shit. Are you are you dumb? Like, <laughs> did you get, good morning. Where did you, did you just wake you up? For the past five years. Right, yeah. just like you can't believe it. It's like you think that you saying that makes you like a virtuous just because it's like <laughs> I am so disgusted by these disgusting acts. It's like of course you are fucking great. You Join be. the club yeah. <laughs> now. Shut up about it. Saying it doesn't make you look any oh, better. Oh man. The, all the people when COVID happened that work came out of the woodwork to tell us all how to wash our fucking hands. Oh, <laughs> dude, just... Like, congratulations for passing preschool, dude. Uh, yeah. It... Maybe there's some nasty motherfucker out there that doesn't know how to wash his fucking hands. You're right? not reaching him. Sorry. Just these snooty <laughs> fucks that are just like, hmm, I've always been like this. Catch up. Every time, suck my dick. My favorite time, uh, the, the thing about every time a big political event happens is uh, hearing the guy that got you know C's in high school be a historical expert on yeah. everything. Like, right. Yeah. I'm I'm a constitutional historian now. I just, it's <laughs> it's unfathomable how shallow some people can be, and it's like, but I'm not gonna lie. At the same time, hating those kind of people gives me sort of a purpose to be honest like and it makes me feel good to hate these people <laughs> like that's just I, don't, I i hate to admit it but like once again you gotta have something to like bounce off of right, right? <laughs> if you just like all food it's kind of boring yeah, it's like, yeah, well yeah. it's like not always if, but if you liked all people if you just got if you're just merry and happy and got along with everyone that's kind of boring right yep. like you gotta make some enemies you gotta say some shit that you mean deep down inside and just take that chance that someone's gonna take it wrong and like maybe they do it's like well that's a, sorry but like conflict isn't always bad sorry you feel that way yeah it's just like <laughs> i mean the conflict is inevitable a yeah and like when you have this weird utopian idea that everything just gets to be nice and happy, I'm just like, you're fucking insane. <laughs> have, have you have you ever read Brave New World? I did in high school, uh-huh. but I, I didn't I'm, pay attention much. Uh, I actually like listened to it last week on uh, did some sort of book on tape with some crazy British dude. Really? But, uh, reading it. It's um, on Audible. Do you have Audible? Yeah. Dude, all the Orwells are free on Audible. Uh, so by the way, uh, Huxley, not uh, Orwell, uh, is uh, did, did Brave New World. Oh, um, really? Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. Which those two get like. Yeah. yeah oh, I mean, yeah. 1984. 1984 is Orwell yeah, and that's the Animal one. Farm. Yeah. And that's a big like thing of mine is I never Road had to, to read. Here, yeah. Uh, 
I, I had to read Anthem and I had to read 1984 and I had to read Animal Farm. I didn't have to read Brave New World. Really? Brave New World of the four of them is most what's going on, like what's going really? on right now. Um, so like one of the phrases that gets repeated by everybody in Brave New World is uh, everybody belongs to everyone else. Um, oh. And like what a statement on the, oh. that, that pretty much like sums up what a certain like the, it's the whole like, leftist ideal is right now like but like i i agree with that on a different level too oh yeah 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 right? well in like, uh, what you do matters yeah that's what i'm saying yeah. right because like that's you have agency yeah yeah because like what a weird thing what a weird thing words can be it's just but, how you look at it and in brave new world the context is mostly like a lot of it is sexual because you can just have sex with anybody at any time and they're just supposed to give it up uh, and the point is, you're never supposed to feel any of that momentary discomfort. It's all just, everything is comfortable all the time, but there's no love. Um, there's no, like, there's not much emotion. Uh, yeah. And people have their likes and their dislikes, but they're really rudimentary, like, they're really mm-hmm. on the surface yeah um, it's like i prefer to take a left step first instead of a right yeah step. No, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. uh, i prefer this guy over this guy mm-hmm. um but the, i'll let either of them have me like that sort of and that's how they they, they say have uh yeah like, uh it's it, so that 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 notion of a utopia where it's just like 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 i can't even i can't even understand what that is yeah but like i i i watched something about like a thought experiment about what what would happen if all of a sudden the world was just great and like there was nothing and everything was we'd find something else i mean it's like people would probably just kill themselves yeah like like at first it'll it'll be just a great party right for the first week two weeks maybe even a month maybe even a year honestly yeah it'd probably be amazing oh yeah, the yeah fucking yeah. pinnacle of humanity yeah but like just there's something about man that just has to defy whatever is presented to them it's just that's just nature that's the conflict in this novel too it's this guy that's just like there's something more and don't you just want like and he's like these people just like uh, he keeps thinking about the word have and he's like pieces of meat just like just me going up and having a piece of meat that's what all these people are and like yeah but they don't they've been conditioned that way so like of course it's okay for me to and eventually he just like justifies like doing all this awful shit that he's morally against just because that's the state of the world he's in well yeah it's crazy because that's a way like that's what this thought experiment was like but like people would just man just has this innate drive for novelty for Mm -hmm. defiance for like an upward trajectory like we can't we we cannot stay lateral well and just like reality is full conflict like that's just yeah that's reality that's just <laughs> right like that's disorder it's yin yang right yeah. like there i don't think there's much of a better symbol ever created than oh, yin yeah, yang yeah, yeah. to explain the ideas of like reciprocity and like duality dual yeah all of that and it's like we're just gonna throw that out the window like yeah. we're just gonna like be like uh we have science now all the thousands we'll keep, of years we'll, we'll of keep human Confucian wisdom astrology we're gonna we're gonna get rid of all <laughs> yeah all the wisdom and like the, the tao te ching no fuck that what, what we just we want the horoscopes yeah it's just how how can we be so shallow to think that like we're right about anything right it's just i i yeah there there are so few things that i'm like for sure i know yeah and like I get it though, because like I used to think I know a lot, like just as like 
knowledge is like yeah just how it's like no i know very little there are only a few things i will like hedge my bets on and like i can't even pull them out of my i don't even know what they are right there's very few though and uh to think that we have something as complicated as society to the tune of billions of people figured out is just ridiculous so naive like how fucking grandiose is your personality that you think you understand how it all should go and that you should control it's just like wow you must be really smart it well it's uh, i will say uh, for all his drawbacks i'm i'm happy that uh elon musk is like one of the richest guys in the world like there's got to be a richest guy in the world like because he has that perspective of like uh thinking in a vacuum and like yeah uh experimental thinking and like right right yeah um but he's an anomaly yeah yeah um but i mean hopefully that like rubs off on on, on people yeah uh, they, they you got you gotta have that instantaneous experience you gotta live in the moment like yeah that, uh he i think he innately realizes that the world 100 years ago isn't gonna be the same as the world today um so right. he's trying to build on on tomorrow like yeah, yeah. that's important too but like just to, just for day-to-day life it's just I don't know how you could go around just seething with anger about how oh yeah the world's unfair it's like uh, join the club yeah, it's, it's unfair. just like it's just like what, <laughs> what are you gonna do about it yeah and i i think it Pragmatism. has a lot i think it has a lot to do with just how our generationally we've come to raise people in america particularly because like i go to japan and like that doesn't really exist uh-huh. in fact like their whole nation is very collectivistic not by like policy necessarily yeah just by nature right which is why they don't have to codify it in policy it's all yeah yeah they don't have any mask laws there's a bigger uh there's something bigger to belong to yeah and like that's like good but also terrible yeah at the same time like there's no mask laws the prime minister was like uh we suggest you wear a mask everyone put a mask on everyone yeah. Not not one person said no. Yeah. Not a single one. Everyone's just like, oh, word, that makes sense. Yeah. And they do it. Yeah. Wow. What a concept. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> like one of those things where I'm like, dude, it's just. In Japan. Uh, so like the Meiji Restoration is like a huge like I I, I think it's so fascinating. Like yeah. The the country was just like, hey, we're getting left behind, and if we don't like pick our shit up now and industrialize we're gonna get fucked and we're gonna get conquered for the first time ever yeah and guess what they picked their shit up they industrialized and yeah. they still are like one of the world's only unconquered civilizations yeah like pretty amazing True. um yeah they just have there's just some other intuition but they they i don't necessarily get the idea that they're well also they don't have issues with racism in their country so their well, history yeah. is a lot less complicated not well not racism necessarily it's right. like that's a place where meritocracy really does win out. Well, Everyone it's, it's racially it. homogenous. So, yeah. yeah. So like the idea of meritocracy can't be tainted by it. it's like oh that's what the white man is like no 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 we're like, all Japanese here yeah it's like <laughs> no 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 if you suck there's there's no excuse yeah other than I mean your DNA yeah that's an excuse sure I mean it's like you're not you're just not meant to be the best physicist in the world that's okay like yeah. that's, that's exactly what society's for is that somebody else will do that right um but there's very little excuses in the in that country right and that to me bothers to me that bothers me more than anything is when people make excuses i'm just like 
I there you could go on forever with excuses. Hold on. But I think it was uh, I was talking about excuses. Yeah. And how much I hate it. I hate them. I like, and it's just because like excuses are just like lies you tell yourself. Yeah. Right. You're just lying. Uh-huh. It's all it is. It's just like, oh, I couldn't get this done because. Uh, I was busy. Tired. Like, Shut the fuck up. Yeah. You weren't busy. Yeah. I, when people say they don't have time, I'm like, oh, buddy. 100% of the time for me, oh, that's a lie. Oh, buddy. Yeah, it's like... And there like, may be a rare instance where yeah. I don't have the time this second. Right, but like, right. Yeah. It's like... and like I've got it this week. I, I've been around people who, like, truly don't have time. Yeah. Like, I used to work for a Oh, those doctor. people make you feel like shit. Yeah, and you're just like... <laughs> You're like, this guy doesn't have time. Like, this is a serious yeah, that, that's thing. a guy that does right. not have like, time. We need to help this guy. He doesn't have time because he's busy saving people's right. lives. He's feeding his kids while he's got somebody's heart open right now. Yeah. Like- <laughs> so that person doesn't have time. You, you don't have time. Yeah. And, like, what? You're, like, depressed? Yeah. I'm just like, I, then say you're depressed. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, I, it's like, I don't want to hear the excuse. Like, I don't have time. It's like, or, like, oh, I couldn't get that very simple thing done. Uh, no, you just saw, didn't. Yeah, you, so just, you didn't just fucking didn't. do it. You just yeah. didn't. And like, it's totally fine if you didn't. Yeah, yeah. Don't right? beat yourself up over but it. But like, like, once you make an excuse about it, yeah. Now I think you're stupid too. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Right now it's just like it makes me feel like an idiot. Yeah, like I just can't do it, stand pussy. it. Like <laughs> it's like, oh, there's a pandemic. I was like, uh, <laughs> real easy one on that, huh? It's like, oh, there's a pandemic. I can't do anything. Yeah, of course not. Yeah, of course you can't. It's it's like what, what think what makes people think they can do that, like because I think for me I was really lucky. My mom beat that out of me, like a drum. Uh-huh. Like oh my god, I would never. Every time she'd be like, "Don't make excuses." Like no excuses, and it'd be the most perfectly legitimate thing. It's just like <laughs> I, I can't even think of an example, but there were some in my childhood. Where I was like, "But there's just no excuses." But and the it, bus crashed on the way to school. That's yeah, why I didn't make like, it. No excuses. <laughs> you could have ran. Right. <laughs> it's just like, and part of that is like really, it's not the greatest all the time. Uh, it I, puts a lot of stress on you as a kid. Oh, yeah. Right? And like. If you make it through, you appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At the same time, I'm like, every time I think about being like. Oh, cheers. Oh, I, yeah. Word. I do that with just like, with going to the gym now. I'm just like. I just, just, I just have to, right? Yeah. And when I think about, it's like, oh, you know what? I have to make some food, too, and I got to do all these. I'm just like, you mm-hmm. piece of shit. Just go. If I go yeah. now, I'll be tired at work. And yeah. And I won't want to do these work. These excuses. Then, I'm yeah. just like, you stupid fuck. Just go. <laughs> like, there's, there's nothing that's like stop, that should stop you. I, I get that letter Kenny voice in my head. Just go, pussy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? And I, I wish people had more of that in them. And I, 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 I want to be empathetic to people who have like you know mental health issues. Yeah. Which at the same time, sometimes I think it's just like, okay, there's there's the explanation that we are just more open about talking about it, and mm-hmm. in reality, more people have mental issues than we previously thought. Oh yeah. yeah and I'm but... just like, okay, if we're gonna take that framework, because when you think about like in the in past where it's just like get over it yeah it's just like it's because we had this rosy idea that people were supposed to be happy like the default mode of existence was happiness right 
And I'm just like, I think we're slowly waking up to the idea that that is absolute shit. Like, it's not like, why am I not happy? The question rather should be, how are you not anxious and depressed every second of the day? How do people not do that? Like, cause that's to me is the default in anything is just like anxiety and despair. Cause that's what life is. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's life is creating order from the chaos. Like and you the have chaos to. is despair. Well, like, yeah, it's like it, you don't have to, but you fucking better. Cause right. like, uh, to think that you just aren't happy, it's like, uh, first of all, why do you think that happy is like the is the starting point? Right. Like, Ooh. <laughs> like you're, you're setting ha- yourself up for a shit zero, life. It's like, yo, like you have this weird distortion, and I don't know. Maybe it's because like growing up as like half japanese i saw a lot of things and like my disciplinary structure was way different as a kid uh-huh. and i feel like and this this is like overwhelmingly with white people that make excuses about mental health uh-huh. like i there are a few black people i know or asians or mexicans or anyone else that's just like oh i was ha- i need a mental health like like no it's still so stigmatized yeah. in those communities right yeah and i'm not saying it's a good thing no 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 but it's like the 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 what is it the the feeling of not wanting to give an excuse mm-hmm. i think is good because it's yeah. like because excuses snowball right right they should they should be used very seldomly They're, they should be reasons instead of like it's a, a, default a, an explanation like yeah. it, it should be a you know just a a, a, a a base cause, like explanation, a, a defining of the cause rather than like, yeah, right. I'm reaching for these things to make myself, to, to excuse myself. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, that's where I get to a point where I'm like, look, like mental health, I understand. Like we've, we've all been there. Let's be yeah, real. Yeah, yeah. Like don't, I mean. I wish more people would realize that too. It's a yeah. thing that everybody deals with yeah. throughout their life. Like it's a spectrum. <laughs> and then when people are like diagnosed, I think is a really is a real hard thing because i could have thought of a lot of times in my childhood where i was pretty fucking sad mm-hmm. where we were dirt poor and i was like are we gonna live in a house tomorrow right where like if i were to be taken to a doctor and told that i had depression like my life would be a lot different oh yeah like a lot different yeah and i don't think it would be good either oh no i think it's like i think and it's so cruel to say but it's like the seed of an excuse you you have this this explains everything about why your life is the way it is drop that seed when you're young let it sprout into this awful dreaded skeleton of a flower right. that you become because like oh my god like you are breaking a person but it's it's another like do, do you take this fatalistically and this is a huge problem with the direction like our our grand like the zeitgeist is going yeah. uh, do you do you take that fatalistically or do you let that knowledge that you have this issue empower you to take responsibility and change? Because you're the only one that can change yourself. Yeah. Um, it, it, the, 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 I think too often, and this is coming from a guy who, I mean, I've been on the ABCs of antidepressants. Mm-hmm. Like, um, it, 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 those are a way to uh, allay the physical complications so you can develop habits so you have the 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 mental space and the you know your heart's not beating fast all the time you're not deep breathing 
heavily all the time. Yeah. So you can actually uh, set that flight or flight instinct aside and actually undo some of the bad habits that you know you know yeah. re- rewire some right. things. They're tools. Um, yeah. And like it, a lot of people use it as an excuse instead right. of the, the, I know this now, so I can use the knowledge and yeah, uh, these people that make it their life's work to work with people similar to me that have similar problems. What's worked yeah. for them? Um, utilize my resources. Yeah. Um, so do you use that? Uh, and I hate to, to use the word uh, term fight now. Uh, we use that one a lot. Move forward fearlessly. Um, I think is more of what we have to do. Um, yeah, it's not fighting; it's just standing up to the winds of life. Yeah, because uh, I mean, like, like we were saying, like it, it, it chaos. Like it, 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 the world is chaos. You yeah. have to stand firm against the, the yeah. chaos, or you're just gonna get swept right. up in it, um, and it's not what you need. <laughs> That's yeah, and I, I we have that in eight. Obviously, you know, there's. And I only say this stuff because it's it's things that I've done in the past that I feel shitty about mm-hmm. in terms of like making excuses because of these things that actually weren't true, especially in my case. Right. And like maybe because of I've had that experience, I generalize it to more people than it's actually happening to. Right. But something tells me that's not the case. Something tells me that if I can if that can happen to me, it probably happened to a lot of people because I'm not that yeah. different from most people. Uh, and, and, you know, it's like, and I think the way our society was set up, especially for people born around my year or my age, I'm just like, okay, there's 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 some trend overarching this that is allowing kids to kind of like be just recede into their shell, yeah, and be told that there's no problem with that, and I'm just like. I'm so grateful for a mom that beat that out of me because, like, I can look back and be like, I, I know when, like, something is an excuse, mm-hmm. like a bad one versus, like, an actual reason to why something didn't happen. Right. It's like I can identify the two, like, and they are different, like, because there's just some people you meet that can justify anything. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. you're like, that. that's what gets me. I'm just like, you really just don't want to, like, take your at-bat at life is yeah. what's going on. Uh-huh. It's like it's like you're faking sick to get out of school, and like I loved that shit as a kid. Right, that was the best feeling in the world. Oh yeah, yeah. When yeah. you act like you were, you just woke up and you're like, nah, <laughs> and you just fake Man. sick, and you get away with it. Yeah, and you sit in bed watching TV all day, right, just chilling, and like, so it feels like some people just want that to be their life. Yeah, or it's just like. And, like, that's just not... I'm not saying this because I'm angry that you don't have to do anything. I'm saying this because, holy fuck, you're going to go down a bad, bad path if you keep that up. And you're likely going to make life worse for other people, not just yourself. Oh, yeah. you're. I mean, it's a gateway to toxicity. I mean, it really Uh, is. Easily, yeah. You you have such, like, out-of-whack expectations of other people. And, like like you said, external locus of control. You make that, like, other people... Um, me and one of my ex-girlfriends had a really big, I mean, this is why we broke up for the most part. Uh, we had a fight at one point and I said, it just feels like when I'm not working, 100% of my time should be dedicated to you and your opinion. And she's like, mm. well, that actually sounds correct. And I'm like, well, oh. 
that's uh uh yeah and she was one of those people where every day was like a bad day sort of thing like yeah like i i want to be there and like when when you're having a hard time like before especially i i mean even friends like i want to or strangers like if you got a problem you just need somebody to listen like sure yeah, like if you don't have anybody else to listen like right yeah, absolutely i'm there i'm a shitty listener sometimes but like yeah fuck like everybody's bad, having bad days every once in a while but like when it's every goddamn day um, yeah it's like, like life isn't that bad for you it, it, and then like i'm the one that's supposed right. to go to therapy out of the two of us like can't we can't we both like <laughs> yeah and then like it had to be a couple's thing and i'm like can't we both like work on like we both obviously yeah. have individual problems that we brought into this relationship like, yeah yeah we work on this separately as well like right i'm all down for couples therapy too but we probably all need to like uh I, i'm gonna encourage people that just in general just therapy is a good thing um, yeah yeah just for, I, for anybody like i've started well i started yesterday i started writing uh-huh as just journal and like compl- no fucking purpose or anything i yeah. just write and whatever it's shit i'm so bad at writing uh-huh my thoughts don't come together at all. Uh-huh. But, like, even after just writing for, like, ten minutes yesterday, I was like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Like, there's something there. Yeah. And, like, after you go, I'm going to do it, too. But, like, that's another thing that I think, for me at least, I can see it becoming. Because I, I find myself wanting to write. Yeah. And not even anything in particular. I just want to, like, put my pen to paper and just start writing and see how my thoughts go together. But it's so, it you really need to, like identify what things are in your head yeah because when they stay in your head they more or less don't exist a lot of time yeah i mean like they exist they manifest in ways but the problems don't exist because they just they're fleeting and like they're right. so many in your fucking fucked up mind yeah right that you're scrolling through twitter and you see all these problems they're just swirling up in there right and there's one just one comes up out of nowhere it's like the fucking environment's on fire <laughs> And yeah. you're just like, no. And it's like, next thing, it's like, you need to pay off your car. And you're like, fuck. And it's just, there's just things, got, you need to like, get them out, write it down, concrete. And I feel like that's what therapy does. Like, yeah. it forces you to put that into the world and not just keep it in this unconscious yeah. state of mind. Uh, no, it, it, there's definitely like a, a, a coalescing tempest in your head that you just need to like, putting it on paper really helps you organize and like uh solidify like yeah. some have you ever found yourself thinking this like i okay i believe this i know i believe this for a reason i can't remember what that fucking reason is mm-hmm. like yeah uh i, I or it, about something small usually like uh, yeah like i think like we were talking about stock markets earlier like you know i believe this about the stock market like yeah it could be completely wrong um it could be completely right but you have no idea you did some reading at yeah. some point or a bunch of just like of the former opinions coalesced yeah. into this and right. like but like what 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 was it that i yeah like, yeah what was my thought process leading right up to where this? did that idea come from they, you know you had a intense thought process yeah. leading up to this like yeah just because there's so much shit to think about yeah. like <laughs> and you need to get it out you need to like right. like you said chaos that's all chaotic ideas just in your mind and it's really easy to just like rapid fire these problems like yeah. especially when you find all the problems like oh we got racism and sexism and transgenderism and all this other stuff and it's bad it's bad it's bad it's bad it's like you have no idea what the fuck you're talking about yeah because you haven't like organized your thoughts and like made a cohesive argument against it it's just that's what the whole postmodern thing feels like it's like you're just 
throwing problems at the wall. Yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah, these are all problems. These are very good observations. Like, what mm-hmm. the fuck are we going to do about it? Right. There's no way that everybody can solve all these problems. Like, we can't all yeah. be on all these problems. <laughs> but, yeah, it's so true. It's like you just need to put those things into the world, no matter how horrible and evil they actually are. Because, right. like, that, keeping it Get inside, yeah, it's just not the way to do it but when even you can see something you wrote and you're like do i really think that way like yeah <laughs> yeah you read back over like, what you write i'll probably listen to this podcast later at some point yeah. and be like holy shit like you probably need to rethink that dude oh dude <laughs> i do that all the time uh-huh. i listen to every at first i was like i'm not listening to this that's like you know whatever i'm not gonna suck my own dick like that yeah but then i started to just because i was like i don't know i got curious mm-hmm. and then i started to pick up on things that i say um like like when people say like too much yeah i don't i've start, i don't do that that much what i do is i say right at the end of my sentences yeah uh-huh just to be like just to like affirm your confirmation before you actually form an opinion so, <laughs> so i can just coerce you into agreeing with me right mm-hmm. it's just so that annoyed me but then uh further than technical stuff when i start listening to myself and i hear myself especially when i get really drunk I'm like, oh shit, like that's what's really crawling on down there. <laughs> but like I just can't formulate the right way to say it. Yeah. Cuz there's there's I, I I I of course I identify with myself and my own opinions. But when I really hear them come out in a certain way, I'm like that's like it's got the shadow of what the meaning I was trying to portray. It's just that I'm not articulate enough to actually portray it, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's that that's like a horrible daunting thing to realize about yourself it's like i'm not actually smart enough to tell people how i feel about things right i don't know how to get around that besides just keep on going and just fuck up because i've said some things i've already listened to some things i've said i'm like damn like if i if this podcast were like a big thing and people listen to it actually like somebody would be mad about that (laughs) and i'm like that's not necessarily what i'm mad or like upset about i'm upset because like i didn't articulate it in the way that i wanted to because I don't know. I find it hard to criticize anybody that does like a long form contextual podcast like this because it's like there's no you could, you could soundbite it, but like oh, yeah. you could you could also just go back and listen to the, the ten seconds before and after that soundbite and realize what we were talking about. Right. And, like get the whole because that's what that's what like there are two things that influenced me to do this. Joe Rogan, of course, yeah. and this really weird dude that comes into my job. And I was like, I would love just to fucking talk to that guy. <laughs> <laughs> just sit this guy in front of a microphone. Huh? I would just, I just, his words need to be, I'm pretty sure he lives in the forest. Like, <laughs> he just needs his imprint on the internet. I don't he's, think he's done it. Not a human, just a being. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But then listening to Joe Rogan, I was like, dude, this guy's doing exactly what this country needs right now. Yeah. And that's just being vulnerable, A, and being i guess part that falls into that is being willing to be wrong yeah and just like find people that think you're wrong or think you're right whatever it is just like bouncing those ideas and just coming up with a better one well there's a uh going back to like uh throwing things and seeing what sticks there's a time and a place for that and there needs to be a time and a place for that and that's you know you're what academia is really supposed to be it should be done with level headed it's yeah uh you, we're here for the, po- the the express purpose of hearing 
weird and out there ideas that might not be comfortable but yeah. they need to be put out there because they could possibly be true or if not true lead to a truth yeah um, or if not true be like viciously destroyed yeah as an idea yeah absolutely. Like some things it's just like those should be destroyed and we should be okay with ha having those ideas and like that that doesn't mean that that's your character right have those ideas spew those things out and let people destroy it because oh yeah that's just uh, okay like that's that how we hurt? grow like, yeah that hurt you it's like it, it might it might be embarrassing a little bit but right well now you know yeah <laughs> take it on the chest now you know it sucks right? yeah someone else does it boom you get to make their points everybody and has no one gets their feelings hurt. Yeah. yeah it's like right it's like you get your feelings hurt it's like that's okay but we're all friends here yeah well that's the thing is a lot of people actually aren't friends which is yeah. unfortunate but that's why also why i do this because i want to talk to my friends more yeah i yeah. need i need more conservative people on here <laughs> uh i Man, it, it it's funny. Like it really depends on what friend you probably get this too. It depends on what friend group I'm with, what which person I am, because I'm either one or the other person usually. Um, Are you it, usually the devil's advocate? Um, usually, I don't even try to be like. But it, you're just you take the opposite side of like the majority uh, typically. Yeah, I think like I think where I'm coming from now that I'm thinking about it is there's everybody needs that counterpoint. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Uh, especially now right. uh where the, the the divisiveness is so far yeah. like and the counterpoint usually is in the middle for me uh it's it, yeah. it's usually i try and make it something really anodyne but um, it, yeah because it always comes down to well it's actually both right? right it's like well for me sometimes it's like it's actually neither and we're asking yeah. the wrong question uh yeah uh, the, uh for example uh the, the whole gender thing uh we got into like at some point we're saying that people were trying to quantify the number of genders um like there are 57 genders and like yeah. uh isn't it either there's two or there's like infinity um isn't that what the yeah. debate should be like <laughs> if right. we're trying to be right. open-minded about it yeah. like yeah it's like uh, if you're gonna really adhere to the postmodern doctrine that's willing that means that you acknowledge that there's multiple ways to view things that means right. there's infi infinite, infinite ways. ways to view anything but like and you can't invalidate anybody's experiences yeah so yeah because that's really the only reality is your experience and then history yeah. basically like oh man isn't that such zeitgeist. a big flaw too because like yeah. that's the whole basis of it is that there are many ways to look at life right and none of them are more right or wrong than the other right and i'm but, just like okay if that's the case then you shouldn't be attacking people for having different ideas then. Right. And you definitely shouldn't be de like defending other large belief systems that have all the like some other shitty things inside them. Yeah. Like crap that like I, I don't understand like why it's okay to uh, uh, criticize some religions and not others. Yeah. Um, like that sort of thing. Right. Even though that, that, it, 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 I so you can shit on a, Christianity all day, all, day. all you want. Yeah. But as soon as you say anything about Islam, it's just right. like which are the same goddamn religion uh um, yeah it's like <laughs> do you know what they do to women over there right yeah 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 like, you go my like, god talk about intersectionality real quick hold up right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, 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 women of color like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all they got over yeah. there 
and they don't get treated very they well. They like, only uh, rape women of color. Yeah. <laughs> exclusively. Yeah. Uh, actually, uh, 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 women of not color are excluded from that. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's fucked up. <laughs> Let's call them out on this shit. Yeah. Come on. Um. It, well, and I don't like that's like if you're gonna be on like a morally like if, if everything's relative, then like yeah. If, if you're gonna be punching down from a moral standpoint. Yeah. Well, and then what? what I don't know. I, all of that's just such a foreign, not foreign. Um, I'm probably better at that line of thinking than like I, I, just destroying yeah. liberals. Like, yeah, um, don't do that. But uh, like, yeah, that's uh, also just taking fucking... things to their logical extreme. Uh, yeah, it, and that's one of those like just viewpoints that's just so subjected to that. Like it, yeah. the same thing with like religious like proselytization. Just, right. Like, it's it spirals easy to, yeah it's just easy because it is an extreme viewpoint yeah. it spirals upwards too which is yeah. weird, it spirals like into infinity which and that's why it means nothing at while meaning everything at the same time yeah and it's just like i guess that should have been backwards that's why it's everything meaning it's nothing yeah and it's how do you derive purpose out of that uh, how do you how do you just derive a way to carry yourself impulse. yeah <laughs> yeah really it's really do whatever feels physiologically good good. yeah yeah what what dopamine yeah yeah let's let's chase that dopamine oh man that's fucked up yeah that's fuck and like i I like how you mentioned friend groups because like whenever you're in a friend group and like you notice that everyone is like just sucking each other off about the same ideas Mm -hmm. it actually happened one of those parties at alex's place Uh uh-huh um I can't remember what. What did happened. I say? It wasn't. It was, no, it wasn't you. Is the thing. Who was it? I don't know. But I was hanging out with Corey and Corey. Mm-hmm. They're cool as fuck. That's actually about who I was thinking. Like, if somebody yeah. said something, it probably would have been Big Corey. Like. Well, yeah. I mean, but like. Either one of them, really. Like, they're, yeah. they're just like the only two other ethnic minorities at that party. At that party, yeah. Besides, and like I, I'm. I'm kind of there. I, right. I don't even like to group myself in that way because I'm like, because you're something, right? I, <laughs> that's the thing, man. Like, on the intersectionality hierarchy, like I think I'm above straight white males, right? <laughs> um, so like I feel very uncomfortable. Like there would be a very dissonant part of me that was like, I'm oppressed. Like, no, neither am I. But yeah, fair. I'm <laughs> just not. I'm very much not, and I can't empathize with that. But I remember just me and Corey and Corey were sitting outside it was like towards the end of the night uh homeboy was really drunk i can't remember what his name is but he was just like crying about like how guilty he felt as a white person i was just like <laughs> i remember looking at Corey, and we were just like who the fuck is going on <laughs> like what is and like i was like dude you don't gotta you don't gotta do that man like it's Ow. okay i was like but i mean he was like sad he was like cr- i mean it was probably drunk yeah okay. yeah yeah i mean man there's some sober thoughts in there and i was like it was weird it was one of those where i was like yo dude like it's one of those where it's like you knew it was genuine right and when and at that point because <laughs> like i'm like, like do you want a cookie man yeah. <laughs> i was like <laughs> I'm, hug? I'm really good at pointing out like ingenuine you know yeah, like yeah, virtue yeah. signaling yeah and i'm just like yo this is like in his core of core this is like a core memory from for him like yeah. from fucking inside out and i remember just feeling so weird it's like i i i don't like being in a group 
where everyone thinks the same way and just yeah. like regurgitates the same it's like being on facebook where everyone reposts the same meme i'm just like uh can we not like can i just make fun of you for doing that because you're just <laughs> in your own little bubble you think you're so fucking cool right, <laughs> right. you think you're so smart and funny because you all just happen to have the same sense of humor about the world and i'm just like nah fuck that like that because that's where i that's where i lie it's like whenever there's a big group of people that like each other and all have the same ideals i'm like fuck you guys <laughs> <laughs> and that's a horrible place to be well like that just it, it it feels like the social situation necessitates somebody to be dissenting yeah and i don't see anybody else doing it so and yeah. i don't know if that's because they don't have the ideas that i do or for a lack of courage it's right. like let's assume the latter I'll be courageous and just say some shit, right? Inject some things in here. Yeah, I don't care. It's like, if you want to just not have me in your group, that's fine. But I think I could manage myself in a way that where I will make my point. Tactfully. Yeah, Yeah, right? Yeah. That, that, and that, that to me right there, I think is the key Mm -hmm. is that is delivery. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And like, oh my God, if we had people that were just better at talking. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah we would be so much better off because there's everybody uh, people build it on to communicate they think if they suck just suck at articulating themselves yeah and it's like there's no finesse anymore yeah oh. there's no finesse to con- it's all just like we shouldn't have to yeah it's like <laughs> why should we have to explain this to you it's like because people don't know right like, yeah. people do you, actually do you want people don't to know change their minds or do you just want to take them out back and shoot them right like... <laughs> yeah it's like like we said about ignorance earlier like this is deeper than ignorance like, if you assume that the injustices of people's, you know, thought patterns are purely because of being stupid and that education fixes that, it's like you are not even in the right ballpark, <laughs> right? Our, um, you're playing baseball on a basketball court, buddy. Like, <laughs> you're not doing it right. Yeah, the, the more public school is what we need. <laughs> yeah that's gonna yeah. that's gonna get us out of out of this let's read more shakespeare and you know uh, what no i think public school is a part of it oh but not because, the education part of not it. the education part no yeah, no no for but the exposure like, the exposure yeah i think that's one of the main reasons why i have a diverse viewpoint oh yeah it's like it at some point you're in high school you're a freshman and you have four and a half minutes to get to class on the other side of the school and there's just three of the biggest black women you've ever seen taking up a whole chunk of the hallway like a semi truck and you cannot get past them but you have to but they don't care yeah and you're a little asian boy and you got to get to class and you got to figure out what the fuck to do in the situation somebody's gonna beat your ass whether it's these black girls or your mom (laughs) exactly like (laughs) Like, there's such like you either make your way through that wall good luck or you run around some other alternate route but you're going to be late to class and that's embarrassing as well so you figure out how to either get through that or to just like make friends and just like finesse your way through the things because i mean like it's not just that situation of course there's plenty to live with every kind of fucking person oh dude like like it's like working at a grocery store everybody has to go to the fucking grocery store so you just have to learn how to fucking deal with people all kinds of people (laughs) all of them nobody can avoid buying food so exactly it's like yeah whole i work at whole foods so it's like there's a certain kind of people but like it's getting pretty cheap now to be honest so like getting a lot of type of people but there's there's so many things about that's why i feel like i don't feel bad about 
saying some racist shit sometimes. Because uh, growing up, Japanese, and like I looked a lot more Japanese as a child mm-hmm. than I do now. Mm-hmm. Um, the most shit I ever got was not from white people. It was from black people and Mexicans. <laughs> So I like, I, I'm just like. Yeah, don't you I, eat dogs? Yeah, right. And it's like people just ching chong, bing bong. All right. Ha ha ha. Hey man, can you do my math homework? It's like all that kind of stuff. I'm just like, fuck you. You fucking your dad probably works cleaning pools and shit. You goddamn wetbacks. Like, I'm just like that's just like the defense mechanism I built up as a child was to be like just hurl it back. I, I was gonna say, and those people respect that. Yeah. Like, that, that, that how some people operate. Right. Like, Oh, I had this, one of my best friends in middle school is black, and we had another best friend who was white, so it's like we had this little triad, and one one day he was like, hey, you guys want to come over to my place this weekend? And we're like, nah, bro, we're not trying to starve. <laughs> I was like, that, but that was a joke, though. We were all poor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was poorest <laughs> of all of us. <laughs> so, so it's like... Make it, a joke, it, bust it on Kenny. Like, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, and that's the only way I know how to, like, not the only way, of course. That's that's the, one of the best ways I've ever figured out of how to like make friends and like develop a relationship. It's yeah. like you need some back and forth conflict. Oh yeah. And like eventually, if you can just like keep up the wits, and then like you kind of laugh about it. You're like, oh my god, that was fucking funny. Yeah. And like the whole race thing just kind of deteriorates. But once again, like I don't know what it's like to be a purely white person either, because like I imagine that's a much more. Uh, uncomfortable situation especially now for white people to have to navigate you know it's like what are you gonna like start jiving with your black friends like (laughs) like i i imagine it's harder for people to kind of like assimilate themselves now or maybe not i don't know maybe the key is to like do it as a child the biggest difference well of course i i gotta give a little background here the elementary school i went to i lived in a town of like 85 people nice um and the elementary school i went to literally we didn't have anyone else yeah or like maybe we did i we we probably had some like adopted like kids yeah um from like actual like other continents um but like all apparent like uh you look at alexandria ohio it's literally a 98.5 percent white yeah and then uh one one person is half uh cherokee indian or something like that yeah yeah yeah. um so like that's not something race isn't something i literally didn't we didn't deal with it on a regular basis so like it was an exotic concept like yeah uh so i don't know like my experiences with it now is we like in the 90s the whole thing also in the 90s was just like don't like don't think of people as different like be colorblind yeah. and i know like that's not exactly that doesn't exactly work um it's not right. exactly but in conversation like uh now I, I but there's like instances where colorblindness is not only works but it's like necessary it's necessary yeah yeah right. yeah when yeah. you're trying to make friends and shit like that um, yeah in a social situation you're not going to be like oh I'm, he's black so i'm going to say these things right it, it <laughs> works with like uh, when you're talking about policy it doesn't work it, it breaks yeah. down when you yeah, get yeah. on the individual level exactly anyways uh i think my like the, the thing that i struggle with most now is thinking in my head that 
how what I say when I when I say it, how it comes out, like how this must sound to other people yeah. because I'm a white per like I'm a white man. Yeah, like that wasn't a thing that I thought about as a kid. Like I just thought ideas stood on their own merit, and like it doesn't really like yeah what like the speaker doesn't matter. I also like my my parents don't follow traditional like parenting roles like that sort of thing. They they, they happen to a lot of times, but that's just because yeah like my mom likes to do this stuff and my dad likes to do these kind of chores. yeah yeah that, that not like, yeah right um my mom would mow the grass if she needed to mow the fucking grass <laughs> right yeah. it's not a big deal uh, my dad would do laundry if he had to do fucking laundry yeah the, 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 the division of labor anyways uh them being male or female really doesn't have anything to do with that yeah um, but yeah I, I think that's what like if i had to say that there's some sort of oppressive element out there which i don't want to use that word but like no. um like it just conversationally um you're just more they, aware I, of like how you sound we'll in say, particular if, that you're white if if uh, from my perspective we'll put it this way just from my perspective uh if we wanted to make conversations about uh like race from a, my pers- my shitty perspective of a white person um it, it'd just be like could we have these conversations without like have those ideas stand on their own merit rather than like the experience of the speaker being the most important thing like, oh. um like can we just talk about our experiences with once again like, a postmodernist like, thought like does yeah. this like d- does the fact that i'm a white person really like negate all of your experiences because like I, like a lot of times i feel like if so, if i just like wrote this like if i wrote a song and gave it to somebody else to sing yeah like, yeah it would sound better yeah um, and people would like it would be a classic but if i did it it's gonna be b-side garbage um yeah, and there's probably I, some yeah. merit to that like yeah. uh it, 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 it like how does it come off like is important so like I, I, right. I try to avoid talking about it for the most part like and that's that's just like to me that's like the wrong thing right yeah it's like that should not be the default mode of how we feel about communicating yeah and I, I don't want other people to feel like that when they're talking to me like yeah that it, that, 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 that they shouldn't be able to express themselves because of what color they are and what not just because of what color they are but why did like things i think about them because they're that color yeah like, uh, i i certainly don't want anybody like if i'm talking to a black dude i don't want him to hold back because he thinks he's gonna hurt my fucking feelings like, yeah yeah uh, and that's a that's a whole like that that's another dichotomy that that white fragility book dives into is the uh-huh. the uh, impact versus intent mm-hmm. and that impact essentially is greater than intent and the impact of what you say and do is more important than however you intended to say it and i was like in many cases you know that that is a good rule but it's not it's not a hundred percent you know and it's like i don't know that she's arguing that it's a hundred percent but sure as hell feels like it's like anything because impact right how it makes you feel you essentially can dictate that if you wanted to yeah right because like okay there's some things that people say that it actually make you feel bad yeah that's that's one thing there's also you deciding preemptively that oh this person's white whatever they say is most likely going to be offensive to me right so when it when they say it i'm going to make sure that they know and like that's not using the impact versus intent paradigm very constructively because now you are neglecting all of what their intent was behind saying things like right. of course people are going to say things that they that are going to affect people and they were were unintentional 
Yeah. And like that, that's just going to happen. But you can't expect that just because that happens that they must repent for what they said for it on a degree of like, like as if you were punched in the face. Right. It's just right. like, it's a lot different than being fucking choked out. Yeah. Like people seem to be, you know, they have that like response. It's like, you're trying to kill them. Right. Like, no, I just, that's I'm making just, so light of actual physical trauma too. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Right. It's just like, Wait, that's another one of those words that creep down trauma. Mm-hmm. It's like, what's trauma? Whew. It's like, it's really anything. Yeah, it's a, it's a sliding it's sliding definition on that one. Yeah. It's like somebody makes an off comment to you on social media. That's trauma now. And yeah. It's like, we, 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 we can't go anywhere from the, from here. Right. Like, if, if that's what trauma is, it's like, we really don't have a language. Well, if people can't talk outside of, like, a prescribed, like, uh, it's almost like we're doing prior restraint, like, with speech on yeah. everybody. Just, like, it, it doesn't matter who you are. You, you've got to conform to this narrative. You're just going to get shouted yeah. down. And, like, how do we think ideas are going to, like, advance? Do we think we're already to, like, a point where things are as good as it's going to get? Like, do we think all the ideas have already been come up with like and i think a lot of people do think that way like they just had that like i don't know where they get it from but just like um you know kind of people that think uh like scientists just like say random shit and just like um technology just works because it was handed down to somebody like it just Mm. somebody randomly put this thing together and it just happened to work um and that person made it because they're smart and like there's no sort of like thought process to this yeah, or yeah. there's no you know uh four thousand years of advancement of scientific instruments or anything yeah. like this that goes into it it's just well it's just it coalesced and it, it just yeah like this, that's just ja- ungrateful just put it here and it yeah. works and well, yeah, it that, that's how, us because it's technology that's why people like hate elon musk and steve Jobs. it's like i i, I get it what they do is ambiguous i really don't know right. what they do right but it's like they're not in that position for no reason. Right. You think they're stupid? You think they're stupider than you? Right. Like, you think that just because you have this view of the world that you're actually just better than them? Right. And, like, what everything they do is just null because, like, oh, they just have money and throw it places. It's like, you don't think that's, like, a skill or, like, you don't think that there's something behind all of that? Right. It's just ungratefulness, A. Right. Because of, I don't know, laziness, I guess? Like what? Well, I think it's a lack of exposure. Like, the, yeah. the, the, these things only happen in huge population centers for the most part. So, like, if you're not part of like a research community, or you don't know, like, your your husband isn't like a you know a, a fellow somewhere, or like, yeah. you just don't like have normal. Like, if you if you uh, work in a factory, you don't have much use for rational inquiry on a daily basis. Yeah. Like, or like to even understand why things work like it doesn't fucking matter if i press the button and i get food yeah i go to work i get a paycheck i go to grocery store i get food i pay my rent um my you know hierarchy of needs has been mostly taken care of a lot of people those higher level needs aren't really that necessary to well because it's like they get that out of tv at at this point i mean the hierarchy of needs thing is so interesting because it's like you know, I think since 1900, mm-hmm. uh, like before the year 1900, everybody lived on less than a dollar a day. Yeah, in scarcity the, in was the actual world. thing. Yeah, yeah, like 
Everybody people died the because they starved to death in industrialized right. countries. It's including America. Yeah. And now the average is like above two dollars a day. Yeah. For the world, which is like I don't think that's a. I don't know even know if that's the average or if that's like actually excluding America now huh. that like the outside world lives on two dollars, which is like nothing. Right. But, but in a hundred years, that's like if you're on a subsistence level of living, that's pretty decent. Like, yeah. To be honest, uh, it, it's like it's horrible to say too. Cause yeah. Like, oh yeah. It's yeah, only yeah. Two dollars, but it's like, all right, let's have a little more bigger picture about this whole thing. If ninety-five percent of what you eat is rice. Yeah. And uh, or plantain flour. Right. And now you you have like you know basic things like sewage systems right like sanitation in a lot of places that we don't really acknowledge is such a great thing Mm -hmm. it's like yeah these needs are much easier easily met than prior especially like the basic ones and then it's like on top of that it's my life's fucking awesome and i don't make hardly any money like yeah for real compared to what it would have been even fucking 50 years ago yeah awesome like (laughs) right like we're just Look at all this. I, uh, <laughs> I, I had fucking 20 pounds of produce show up to my house. Just like... There you go. I, I, I paid for it on the internet. Yeah. Like, <laughs> easy. Yeah. Yeah. It's so easy to be ungrateful for all these things because we don't know any better. It's really what it is. Like, we yeah. don't know what it's like. That's why I'm really glad. Like, I, I'm glad I wasn't born five years later. In yeah. fact, I, was, I wish I was born five years prior. <laughs> like, 95 is a weird year. And I think that's technically the start of Gen Z. It's like 95. All, all that shit probably slides on based on where you were at, too. Uh, more on that later. Keep yeah, going. true. <laughs> at least there's there's a there's a definition about Gen Z that starts in 95. It's some professor uh-huh. at San Diego State University wrote a book called iGen. Oh, uh, yeah. And um, for Internet Generation. And... Like the jumping off point being like the increased like depression and suicide rates. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like not not just like rates of of depression, uh-huh. but like hospitalizations for self harm. Right. Was like a big one. It's like uh, okay, the people born in ninety five. There's a huge jump here, especially in, in, in girls. Outcomes. Yeah. yeah. Huh. It's like all right, that sounds like a pretty solid place yeah, to yeah, make yeah. the cutoff. This is a statistically significant data yeah. point. Yeah. So it's like we'll we'll do that. There's not just there's internet. There's kids <laughs> killing themselves. Yeah. Right. But for some reason, the year before they weren't. All right. Um. But yeah, it's it it, it feels nice to have that context of like before. Like, some babies are going to be born with iPads in their hands. Right. Like, having an iPhone was, like, a fucking pinnacle of success to me. Oh, yeah. Right? It was, like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, I got an iPhone. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Like, before that, sometimes you just have to sit there and be fucking bored. Yeah. (laughs) Like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes... Like, I I find that I'm less good at reading now Mm -hmm. than I was when I was, like, 12. Because, like, sometimes when you're 12 and there's nothing else and you're just like, I'll read a book. And you just read it and you're just in it. You're fully engaged. Now I'm like, I, I find trouble with it sometimes. Yeah. I'm just like, just another thought will just pa- pass through my mind. And all mm-hmm. of a sudden I'm like, what the fuck am I reading? Yeah. And so it feels good to have known both. And that's why sometimes I wish I was born earlier just so I'd have had more reinforced on the you know non-technological side because i feel like it's more intuitive way of living but i mean there's there's people that are gonna be born and not know a life before having like a tv an ipad an iphone yeah 
right? Just like it, like multiple screens in between you and the wall You've every day. Literally had uh, all of the information at all times. Like, yeah, that's the big thing. Like, yeah. um, and, you know, you know, I think about this all the time. You know, if I wanted to know, uh, uh, if, if you made a bet with a dude at the fucking bar that uh, uh, this was this guy's running mate in the fucking eighteen uh, the eighteen ninety eight election, yeah, nobody at the bar probably knew that, uh, or there was a guy that you knew. Hey, you know all the presidents. Like you just had to go to that guy, and that yeah. was your that was your reference, right? Like, right. Or it, somebody would have had to go to the fucking library the next yeah. day and get in the fucking card catalog and yeah. look this shit up. Rent like, a book. Yeah, um, and you weren't doing that shit. So like, no. usually you're you're like the facts that like people had shit so wrong before the internet. Yeah. Like And like, and people still do. And I I, I noticed that people were like resistant to looking things up on the internet sometimes yeah like uh ooh, me and that girlfriend i mentioned earlier uh we had a big fight about bourbon and whether bourbon had to be made in kentucky or not and i said if it was called kentucky bourbon it had to be made in kentucky but uh you know i looked up all the the the, the uh the whoever whatever sanctioning governing body does yeah. the uh designated place of uh origin um right and that that law said that bourbon has to be made in America, um, and has mm. to be at least fifty one percent corn mash. That that's the biggest part, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, it, it, Kentucky bourbon is like champagne; it's a designated, a designated place of origin. So it has to be made in Kentucky. It's called Kentucky bourbon. Mm. But you can make bourbon. I mean, yeah. like some of the best bourbons in Texas. Like I've seen Tennessee Texas, bourbon too. Yeah, yeah Tennessee, yeah. Uh, Michigan's making a lot of it right now. Right. Um, and like this is very obvious in like the, you know the very well documented that this is the yeah. fact and she's like no my dad writes a magazine um a kentucky magazine and he says that it has to be made only in kentucky and i'm not gonna believe you I'm like oh okay okay that's i mean your prerogative i guess um, yeah it just wouldn't sat weird with me um but yeah, yeah. I, I had to just be yeah. like whatever on that one but also like that changes the way I think about you a little bit. Yeah. Like, also, uh, that's like one of those things. That's like if you let that go, then it's just like what else am I letting go? Here? Yeah. Like, it's what, like what, it's just what else unresolved does this person dissonance. Believe just that I tossed into the air. It's just like, uh, <laughs> like your 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 uh your standard for proof is really low. If right. It's like no, a guy I know, and we have a better way of like a guy I know said so. We have a way of verifying this, but no thanks if it's wrong then yeah if it's not what he said then no but like yeah, yeah that's <laughs> that's alarming uh and just like that th th there's just like a resistance to like th that people would resist knowledge knowing things <laughs> like, when it's why? so easy too well, it, i mean it's ego like obviously yeah. that's what like you know you, you can't disrespect my parents like that sort of thing but like uh and she doesn't feel like that but just like it, it, it's unnerving way it's it's unmaking what i know um, yeah yeah which i mean can feel like an attack i guess if you're <laughs> if you don't condition yourself to just like yeah i i like being wrong like oh same i mean not that i like i don't feel awesome that i put bad information out there but like if somebody can like this is why yeah like, oh shit i like didn't think about it that way right or, like i didn't know that before it's, it's like yeah it's fine right. like it doesn't it doesn't cause a negative like yeah. uh, i might feel like shit if i said something and felt like i like authoritatively and was wrong about it i'll feel yeah. bad as fuck about that like i feel guilty about that shit um, yeah yeah 
Uh, which would, I try not to say right. definitively things I don't know. I'll make a guess. But, but I mean, like, shit. When you find out you're wrong, it's like... You feel like an asshole. You feel like an asshole. It's also, at the same time, it's like a relief. You're like, oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, if you're if you just, like, yeah, uh, like, I wasn't sure about this. Or, yeah. like, yeah, uh, now we know. Like, that's the that's where I want to get like to. It's like passing a really hard shit. You're just like, yeah. oh, Oh, we God. got there now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, fuck. Thank- that, okay. That moment of truth. Yeah. Like, yeah, that, that post uh, that come moment of, like, yeah, yeah like, oh. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> we got there. Oh, nice. Uh, I, I wish people could do that more conversationally. Like, uh, yeah. You, 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 you're Here's the thing, though. A little bit and you like... know what the crazy thing is? Is like I, I've never met anybody who I feel like is irrationally, like a, like a leftist type. Yeah, I don't. I and like maybe maybe on the right, I'm. I've probably met someone like that, but that we live in Kentucky, so. Well, yeah, we're. That's one thing. Yeah, and Lexington's really weird because we're this like. Yeah. It's a. I, 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 I want to say, like, Lexington people are kind of pretending to be, like, a, a big city version of things yeah. sometimes. Like, we, we, we got handed this well, from Well, we get LA. to compare ourselves to fucking Harrodsburg, so... Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like, uh, look like, at us. Uh, you, you, super yeah. progressive compared to Paris, but Right, yeah. yeah. Um, like, we have, we <laughs> have two Bath like, & Body Works in the same mall. Right. Like, oh, fuck with us, right? Three whole Chipotles. Yeah. It's which like, are... Dude, out the out the door every fucking day. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know how many targets we have in our town? You don't even <laughs> fucking believe it. We have one with a parking yeah. garage. Right. It's <laughs> it's like, but no, I don't think I've met anybody in my immediate life that's just like fucking hammer and sickle Marxist Leninist whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I I, I need to meet those people. I need yeah. to talk to these people. We we have some friend mutual friends that get close, but like they, they they're easy to talk to. So, yeah, like, yeah yeah it's just like it's but but then you talk to them and it's like oh you actually you just post about stuff you just associate with these people yeah so like this yeah. is your culture we get but you don't even that, associate like, with them you just like loosely think their ideas are kind of right but have never looked into them yourself right because if you really critically looked into some of the issues or like for example re anybody listening to this podcast read the communist manifesto for yourself it's yeah. 43 pages yeah it's nothing you read it it's really easy yeah it, and you're gonna have opinions on like both ways on it yeah. too i think like you're gonna be like he's right about a lot of things right like, just universally like this is just a truth like this yeah. is a truism because other it, things he's like uh, i don't think he thought this through very well right <laughs> i mean he opens up with like the world has always been the battle between oppressed and oppressor and i'm just like what a way to frame the rest of your book buddy i, I think his prescription <laughs> is like better than his basis like right? his, his yeah. identification of the problem his prognosis is off but yeah. like uh yeah his diagnosis is like yeah or well Pretty... uh, like like the, the the problem he sees is fine the the, the what it's based on well, is no, complete, no, no. like the problem in capitalism he sees yeah is like okay nailed it right the problem with humanity you see you don't understand humans at Oh, oh yeah, 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 no. Like, like somebody's gonna be a piece of which, shit always. There's always gonna be a right. king turd, which like. is weird because like <laughs> understanding why capitalism won't work is like being deeply intuitive about human nature. Right. Understanding alienation and like all these other things, it's like wow, you actually made great points. How the fuck did you go from point A to point fucking uh, right lambda? His experiences. Yeah, and it's <laughs> like 
<laughs> exactly right. Yeah. It's like that. Oh, that's tired right. Of being poor. <laughs> You're just a fucking poor white dude. Yeah. Like wow. Let's all follow this poor white guy's ideas. Great, great. Yeah. Fuck it. No, like I. It's it's just so easy to read and be like, and I come to that exact conclusion. I can't imagine anyone reading it and be like, oh my god, I'm so enlightened now. Like, <laughs> dude. Like, maybe may, may in eighteen what eighteen eighties. I think is when you wrote it. Yeah, when yeah. you're poor yeah. and white yeah. too. Yeah. He's like, that's right. They're in a world rich that's people. rapidly industrializing. Right. Like, yeah. Of course, yeah. that makes sense. Makes then. sense. And now, if, if you take those same people from 1880, put them in 2020, they'd be like, wait a second. Like, I, I was honestly surprised because you know, like, at, like if you're a smarter kid, I don't know. That sounded bad. <laughs> if you're, uh, if you, if you're made to think about things a little more than most, you, you, your innocence was robbed. Uh, your intellectual innocence. Yeah. Um, you usually go through that little Marxist phase when you're in like middle school or high school when you're just sort of experimenting with ideas yeah. and like fuck the government and yeah, you know, punk I, rock. I hit it late high school and early college. Yeah, yeah. Usually, you know, yeah. in your teenage, early twenties, mm-hmm. like and I was so surprised, like, in the second half of the Trump administration to see all of this like creep like this Marxism mm-hmm. like being popular again, creeping back up into like the internet and it, like didn't we realized during the clinton administration that this was all like kind of bullshit like well that's the thing it's the people that are historical examples now of this not working but that's the thing it's it's like only young people really right that are coming up and doing that and weirdly enough like professors oh yeah yeah, yeah. well i like, think they're trying just trying to get laid oh <laughs> That's a that's an observation right there. Hey, I think that's a lot of human history. A lot, oh. of th- a lot of big decisions were made while blasted drunk, um, yeah. absolutely shit hammered, um, and then um, a lot of people were just trying to get the rocks off. Yeah, um, in bizarre that's ways a, sometimes. That's an interesting observation. Sex but and like, alcohol can be really strong drives, as much you, uh, so as money and power. There's the 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 leaders of the Black Lives Matter movement identify themselves as trained Marxists. And I'm just like, A, where do you get that training? <laughs> B, what, like, really? Like, you're going to hedge the whole Black Lives Matter movement on Marxism. On more of an economic theory than, I'm yeah. just like, you're, like, you think this is the equalizer between races is marxism oh just wait i was like <laughs> you got something coming to you it's yeah. like yeah you think racism's bad now it's like wait till you're fucking begging for resources from the government together yeah. like think about the differences you're gonna see in each other at that point yeah. like you think <laughs> uh, uh, that's where i'm like that's the whole like whole black lives matter movement versus you know uh whatever organization thing comes in it's like genius genius name to an organization oh, yeah. yeah how could you deny that right right yeah. like truism yeah yeah <laughs> but um it's like the movement is like of course yeah it's like black black lives matter 100 yeah. percent. like yeah. i Can't but like disagree with that with some of the stuff that the movement or the organization does i'm just like i can there was a disagree with beating people up by uh my friend who lives in louisville said he went to like the protests that were happening for Breonna Taylor uh-huh. and whatnot. And I need to get him on this podcast so I can talk to him about that exact moment. Cause uh-huh. like the way he explains it to me haunts me to this day because um, what he said 
and this is probably lacking a lot of context, even the way he delivered it to me, because the way he said it to me was almost just about how I'm explaining it to you now, uh-huh. is that, you know, there were Black Lives Matter, like, leaders leading, you know, protest groups or whatever. Yeah. They're talking up there, and they asked, like, the white people in the group to turn and say they're sorry to the black people in the Ooh. group. And I was just like, they did what? <laughs> I was like, what? And he said he felt awkward because there were no black people around him. I was like, Whew. I was like, yo. Yeah. And then he tried, and they, he like backed up and tried to, you know, be like, well, no, no, there was like, you know, things, context, all this stuff. And I was like, all right, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt, them the benefit of the doubt on this. And, you know, maybe there, there's a lot of stuff that I didn't see that, you know, would have made it less bad to ask white people to apologize but like if that kind of shit is one of those things where i'm like oh like what is this about like yeah. what is this about and what does that accomplish yeah, exactly that that yeah yeah it's like because is is it really about because th- that that leads me to think it's more about like power right right it's well but, and that's the postmodernist idea isn't it that they the 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 merit of the there is no intrinsic merit to the idea so the weight that the idea carries is the force that we put behind it there it's a battle of force mm. and oppression so we have to be more forceful yeah we have, to, we have to oppress the oppressors it's the game that we play yeah there's an essay called repressive tolerance i think i can't remember who wrote it it's like a pretty solid postmodern doctrine written by written by a jewish guy who like escaped the fucking uh not escaper he was in the holocaust yeah but survivor he it's called repressive tolerance because it's saying to be tolerant of people essentially the end of it says in order for us to be tolerant we must oppress those that oppress others yeah essentially like you have to eye for an eye kind of thing it's like in order to be tolerant of those who are oppressed we must take out their oppressors in equal magnitude and just like yeah so this uh, is uh that's like it's like bone chilling to think about how this could be like a philosophy that people live by yin yang is there's a little there's it, there's a lot of truth to that but there's that little bit of you can't take that yeah too far like, yeah that's, it's that's like useful ideas but you have to compartmentalize these things or it just it's like you're conflating these words and making them mean different things like yeah. to be tolerant is to be intolerant towards certain people like oh can't you just apply tolerance where it needs applied and maybe you know intolerance where it needs applied just ask people to maybe be they're right people. though maybe like maybe, maybe the world and humanity is just a constant battle back and forth yeah right it's like possible we did talk about how conflict is necessary mm-hmm. like and but like, is it useful? Is it a useful way to think about the world? That's my my whole. What is useful though? Yeah. What what is what what constitutes useful, and what differentiates useful from just what is? Well. And what just on, I guess what you what you value. I think universally we yeah. value. Um, I I I kind of oh I, like the Sam Harris sort of thing, uh, quantifying morality through neurochemistry. Um, is it probably about as close as we can get with our current understanding of 
physical reality and yeah. uh, how it relates to morality. What he, he It's another a terrifying term. idea. Um, oh, yeah. And that's a whole thing they get into with Brave New World. It's like yeah. the, 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 the manip- manipulation of hormones and stuff like that to make oh, us dude, be happy I just, all the time. I just started reading, or I got this book for Christmas. Uh, it's really good so far. I've only read like two chapters in it. Oh, so it's actually got paper in it. It's yeah. actually a book. Um, it's essentially the intersection of neuropsychology, religion, wisdom, pharmacology, all this stuff about trying to nail down some systems that our emotions work on which is not a field that people have tackled. Yeah, no, <laughs> we want to think of those as like emotion is a, a concept is that a science can't thing. answer yeah. at all. And it's like this this book does a, so far has done a very good, um, how do I say, kind of like, because there's a lot of research that went into that book. Yeah. And he mentions like there's no way I can kind of articulate all these things. So he has to surmise them into a different way of conveying because it's not like a typical neuroscience textbook mm-hmm. but at the same time it's not like a philosophy textbook either but it's somewhere in between the two where you have to kind of take everything with a grain of salt and yeah. realize that these the overarching ideas and the wisdom that we've kind of generated throughout humanity can map onto certain neural pathways and patterns that we can observe but there's always exceptions to the rule and it's not super you know solid but he hopes that this is like a foundational textbook into the world of affective neuroscience yeah okay yeah huh that no and that's a that's a that's a big high level thought there like yeah uh, like, well and it's man's reality has to it's some like the physical world has to at some extent dictate our emotions like yeah they have to they have to exist in our physical realities. Yeah. So they they have to be regulated by neurochemical processes. Right. At least as far as we understand yeah. the, the, the basis of reality. And, like, yeah. They, and we might discover something any minute that like right. just blow, like an alien might come from out of the, yeah. we're getting into Joe Rogan now, but like right. <laughs> And yeah, it's like we, we can understand that dopamine is rewarding. Oh yeah. But like we don't know what that means though. Right, yeah. Right. It's like we know what it is. Yeah. But what the fuck does that mean? Well, we know what it is insofar as we know what it is. Like, <laughs> exactly. In, in, in right? our current defi- definition of reality, like our understanding yeah. of reality. Uh, so, yeah, this, and I'm not even totally sure I'm ready to read this book because I'm already reading it. I'm like, oh, fuck. I keep, like, I keep uh, on trailing off. I'm but, doing up DMT to, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to do all this. It's like, oh, <laughs> man, dude, he's got some, wow. But I'm just going to try it anyways. Yeah. And, Hopefully, I'll, I'll I'll read it again later on in life, and hopefully I'll be able to better interpret it. I don't think I'm smart enough for it right now, unfortunately. Let it throw shit into your brain. Yeah, see just let it marinate in there. Yep. Right. Maybe something will resonate, and you'll become a become a neuroscientist. It's all like animal science studies too, which is, you know, and once again, that's the other grain of salt you have to take. It's like we can't study this shit in humans. It's like unethical. Right. Well, well. Um, l- luckily, we have a lot of in common with, you know, other animals, and our brain structures are, our reptilian brains at least, you know, like our fucking everything but the neocortex. Yeah. yeah, essentially, is just like 
pretty much the same i yeah. mean our reptilian brain is very very simple and like but like that's what makes it so that that's what has worked yeah right it's like so how do we what do we derive what kind of information can we derive out of the things that we understand about the most basic structures of our brain and that's the scariest part right like we're not we're at the point where we're looking at the fucking amygdala and trying to figure out like how why this is and like that's one of the most basic brain structures we know of yeah and we can't we haven't even come close to asking why right and, and like this tries to do it it's just I, I i can't think in that dimension to where it makes sense even. right i can't even conceptualize a world where that makes sense right it, it, it that, that those level concepts like are fleeting to me like i'll understand yeah. them for a brief second and then it's yeah it's gone. at like, some level I'm i can just, like, just remember understanding you. it and be like yeah right <laughs> that, that 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 affected my worldview yeah 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 it's like <laughs> i think something in there understood it but um that's it I, I like the whole have you heard the interpretation of your conscious and unconscious like if you were going to separate it in kind of like a psychoanalytic like freudian jungian way mm -hmm. as separating the conscious mind and the unconscious mind as like a rider riding on top of an elephant essentially is like the basic conceptual conceptualization and psychoanalysis that a lot of therapists use is being like your your conscious mind what you think all the thoughts that you have and you know like that you're actively in control of is the rider on top of this horse that thinks he dictates the movement or of this elephant that thinks he can dictate the movement of this elephant but it's like it's an elephant and it more or less doesn't even know that there's a rider on top right and the elephant will go one way and the rider will inaccurately think that oh i did this so that's why my unconscious mind went there. When in reality, it's like it's way more complicated than that. It's very right. easy to be naive. You can imagine someone riding a elephant being like, I'm riding on the elephant. Like, I am the shit. Right. I did it. I'm controlling where this elephant goes. Like, it's an elephant. It doesn't give a fuck that you're there. Right. So I think it's an, an easy way to conceptualize those two things and how they're so unrelated. But at the same time, like, that's just like the, the world that you live in is that you, you have these two separate things and you can't really control one of them at all. But through things such as like, you know, behaviors or habits and whatnot, and you can like kind of manipulate the unconscious mind, the elephant, into doing things that you want it to, going on a path that you want it to. Um, but that requires you training it. Right. Which is not just you just egotistically being like, oh, I am... I think this that I am so I'm good it's like no 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 there's like a lot of work that needs to be put you're training an elephant right? right like the elephant doesn't give a fuck it's just doing what it wants to but uh, it's a good metaphor to like think about kind of your mental health I guess mm -hmm. it's it's used a lot in these kind of like psychoanalytic books um, I have no idea where I was going with that it's a it's an interesting like it's an empowering thing to think about really like uh uh maybe not empowering but uh, per, per, it gives you perspective um yeah uh it's like your unconscious mind dictates so much of like your emotional state 
things that you just can't put your finger on. Right. And you're just like, why, why is it that I am? Well, there's there's way more, there's an infinite number of externalities that uh, that, uh, that make an impact. Like, yeah. it, it's impossible to, like, figure it all out. Like, right. people that walk around like they have it all figured out are just completely full of shit. Like, I, I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there's no way that they can't. Yeah. No way you can have it all figured out. You can be comfortable with yourself. That's an entirely right. different thing. Um, and people that are comfortable with themselves are usually, like, really magnetic and awesome. Um, yeah. Uh, and get a lot done. Um, but there's a huge difference between that and, and just acting like you got it all figured out. Um, yeah, because it's really easy to look through people and be like, you're just, you're bullshitting. Like, right. It's, you got to be upset about something at some point, and a lot of these people who walk around like they got it all figured out. Are yeah. upset all the time. I'm like, then you don't got it all fucking figured out. Yeah, it's just like it's just your unwillingness to come to terms with the the horrible reality of consciousness, of, right? <laughs> of having to be aware <laughs> of your state. Sometimes, like, <laughs> yeah, it's just like what a what a horrible horrible thing that whatever God did to us. <laughs> hey, you're gonna know. <laughs> like fuck dude can you just like not can i just be a rock please? look how <laughs> yeah look how chill these animals are oh They're yeah just, yeah yeah right like what are the beans he is yeah he no idea what's going on he just came up to me and is like uh knew how to get love even though uh, he doesn't know that i know that like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just like this is what i do yep there's uh, th- 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 a lot of conditioning that went in there that he didn't yeah. do. <laughs> oh my God, beans! That was a that Jesus was an acrobatic Christ. move right there. My my cat is way too fat to be doing any of that anymore. She's uh she loves to be like she loves to do her athletic uh, moves, but she doesn't have the body for it anymore. Really? It's funny. She falls <laughs> a lot. Not graceful, but very chatty. What's up? Beans is a anomaly of a cat. Oh yeah nice and social yeah yeah he's a he's a cool cat he's chill for sure but sometimes i'm sometimes i think he has brain damage <laughs> i think just, that's all cats man just the way he like attacks the air uh-huh it's something different man like he gets <laughs> he gets at it right beans uh, you're a nice cat though right hi kisses miss kitty Thank likes you. playing so much she'll wake me up in the middle of the night to like she really? has this one like uh it's, it's uh just a big like snake looking thing about this long yeah she, like loves like Damn. i buy her all these fucking toys off amazon so she'll play with herself and yeah. she doesn't want to have anything to do with it like, <laughs> she just wants to play this really old ass like basically rope. really <laughs> <laughs> nice and she'll give me kisses too just that's a that's a great thing to have like cats that'll actually like i've had cats before that just like you have to find them all the time yeah like, yeah they're just hiding it, it, yeah it's under the bed like, right <laughs> like if miss kitty's under the bed she's really just trying to like escape like she yeah. really she's really tired she really <laughs> yeah. she really needs to get some sleep i've probably been bugging her too much right. if, like that's the case <laughs> all right well i think we're at a good point to yeah how long two and a half going? hours oh damn yeah pretty solid yeah it's been good. This, it's a good talk. This is fun, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I really enjoy this. I was really looking forward to this because I haven't done one in a while. My goal yeah. this year, which I haven't stated yet, but it's to do at least a podcast a week. That'd be good. It's like 52 in this year. Uh-huh. 
I've I've mm-hmm. actually I did, I've listened to all of them. So yeah, like, no, I, I, that, I, that's like that's super cool that when you texted me that on your Spotify yeah, th- thing. That like surprised me that because like, uh, you didn't start till later in the year. Yeah, um, it wasn't until like October. And I guess it's because Spotify really just started boning up on their like they really started bu- doubling down on that shit. Yeah. And so for like sure. I didn't really listen to Joe Rogan much before. I've listened to like oh, the yeah. last like three months of it already. For real, I've have, really gotten. Have you listened to any of it recently? I listened to the Lex Fridman one. Okay, yeah, that was good. He was uh, really cool. Dude, The Undertaker. That's one you really? gotta listen to. The one that was on, the, I think he was on right before Lex Friedman. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah. Like, hearing him, I'm not even, like, a wrestling fan, mm-hmm. but that guy is so, like, passionate, and that industry is so interesting. Like, really? how it went from, like, just dudes, like, living out of their fucking car to, like, just, like... Superstars. Oh, yeah, and, like, uh, like there's a point which like they had the that the, like they could have pulled the plug on this thing and just like uh kept up this whole facade that it was all fake um the new Jer- like the new jersey sports commission like uh they basically wanted to tax it like it was boxing at some point huh. and uh vince mcmahon was like okay do we let it out of the bag that this is all fake or and just like you guys can't tax us because it's fake um, yeah. You can't, like, you can't. You have no like jurisdiction right, over right. us because it's fake. It's entertainment. Or do we keep the cap on it, pay the tax? Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Fuck it." And he got on TV the next day, and he's like, "You know this is all fake, right? Like, <laughs> you guys know this is all fake, and you guys can't." Uh, and like, goes like stock goes way up after that. Like, really? It, it, that's when like the Attitude Era starts, and like, oh, yeah, man. wrestling, like, yeah. So he made like this big bet. Like, there's just all these like little moments, and like. These guys are so like passionate about this. Like in the yeah. early days, just like, like dudes, like just so passionate about this shit. They were paying like people money that were ripping them off and like willingly do it just because yeah. they knew that's what they had to like wow. get to the next level. And like, uh, I didn't know they have to do like multiple dates per week. Like they do like two hundred dates per year. Jesus. Like and not in like, in the ring. That's a lot of, like. Per- preparation yeah and like i like mean like a choreographed thing and, and, and it's hard on their bodies like yeah, yeah no it, it, like it's fake it, it's scripted but it's but what i mean they're doing is yeah, real like, right and you're they, ripped oh yeah those yeah. and you're fighting dudes that are ripped and like imagine going up like yokozuna like imagine the, yeah yeah like like just the dudes that used to be like 500 pounds like that would just hurt people yeah like, and he was talking about like you know sometimes you get up a bad re- against a bad wrestler and you fear for your safety just because like you, oh yeah you don't wrestler. know right like you got to have that much oh. faith in this other dude and then yeah they're all like ex-nfl stars that have to do this like ballet moves basically there's something really to be said about telling the truth with that yeah right because like imagine if he you know kept up the facade and you know that's not necessarily lying but yeah it's not telling the truth right for sure and something about just Withholding. coming out being like yo like the fuck you mean you're gonna tax us right yeah, right they, like there's something really badass and ballsy about that like, oh this is yeah fucking fake dude like chill well and he was like betting on his hands too like mm-hmm. they already know so like yeah that's another thing it's like who who didn't know it was fake right and there are people that didn't know and that, that, that really? sort of were like oh shit like they're but like the majority they weren't worth much money to them is the thing like yeah. people that are yeah. that dumb their right. industry is built on what were called smart marks yeah so like those are the people that buy all the pay-per-views and like buy like like people that just like the the entertainment of it like yeah yeah it's cool to see these dudes do this like super acrobatic shit and right sometimes they like a choreograph it really yeah. well oh even like yeah the storylines are funny like yeah. yeah uh uh 
so it's this whole production and you're into the production value these people are the guys that are gonna you know buy your your yearly subscriptions and like yeah, this is your money be, your smart marks um and we keep the dumb ones around because right you can't catch you can't chase them away so yeah <laughs> so it's just interesting here somebody that's like been there through all this and yeah like, yeah it, it, he has a really and he all doesn't right. he hadn't talked much before that so if you get the time yeah, i will one to sure. listen to yeah. absolutely but yeah cool thanks for having me on man yeah man until next time yes sir